What do uh, what does a naked emperor and the three of us have in common? We're all studly. I, you know, I was going to say you're going to find out tonight, but that also works too. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Is that a family-friendly answer? I don't know. Yeah. everyone, welcome back to another EU-tastic episode of Empire Radio. Hey, I'm Jeremiah. I'm Andrew. I'm Drew. And we are back yes, with sir. Andrew. He's here. It's me. Back at it again with his uh, burglar cap that he has on sometimes. Yep. Rocking it, as always. Stealing the uh, spotlight from Canon one episode at a time, you know what I'm saying? We'll go with that stealing. Yep. There we go. Um, <laughs> but yes, EU is Andrew tonight, and it is finally here. The time has come. We're executing order EU Luke tonight. Not like kill EU Luke, but ex- like, <laughs> like <laughs> executing the presentation. That was, that was really like, like, to like executing order 66. Yeah. And so it's finally Luke time. I yep. remember, I think... Was it the first, our first ever episode when we did a top five characters? You were yes. like, so, like, can we do EU characters? Because Luke is my number one. Yeah. And then ever since then, you've been hinting at how great EU Luke is. Yeah. And it's finally here. It's finally here. It's not going to be uh, the whole thing. Right. There's, there's far. So do you have a plan moving forward with, like, how you want to do Luke stuff? Or are you just doing it? One presentation I, at a time. I do. So there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of EU Luke. Um, and there's some there's some really good parts and there's some like whatever parts, you know. And so I do have a rough plan of what I want to do. Executing it is going to be really challenging um, because it spans comics and books. And so it's like, how do you, you know, with tonight's episode... It was relatively easy because it's a comic and like you can just pull images from the comic and you can go through the story. But with books and stuff, obviously it's a little bit more difficult and you, we don't want another three and a half, four hour episode. So, or no, do we? we? Don't. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I was thinking. Late, we don't. <laughs> yeah. So I was just thinking about how I've been trying to think about how to do it and it, it'll happen. But this is, interestingly enough, and I'll go over this in a second. This is kind of the next thing that happens after the Thrawn trilogy. And I was going to ask like what the chrono, like how are you going to do, do chronologically what, what, or yeah, what, yeah, yeah. But, It'll be chronologically because okay. he, he gets, he gets more powerful as he continues. But, um, the, and it's funny because I chose to do this and didn't realize it was, it was going to be like a, a Luke feature, right? Cause it's, it's a cool story. I actually have, I forgot to get it out, but I have, one of the, so 
I'll get into this later, but one of the six issues, I have a physical copy and it's like old and battered up. Um, and I've been, I, I had personally been curious about this story for a while and I was like, I'm just going to do this story because like, I know part of the story, but I haven't like actually read it from start to finish yet. And then it just so happens when I was researching this episode, come to find out it is the next thing that happens right after the Thrawn trilogy, which we've already covered. So it, cool. it works out. It, it works out because it's a cool Luke story, but it is also the next thing chronologically. I don't know what's going to happen when I get to the Young Jedi Academy stories, which is like the Yuuzhan Vong and stuff, because it's it's a set, y'all. It's it's a set of like twenty something books. Yeah. So unless you come to... back full time and we do like five, <laughs> like ten weeks in a row of you Tim, doing that, I pff, I don't then, know, but we'll, but we'll have to see. But anyway. Before we jump into uh, tonight's presentation, yes, we should go over our Spotify Q and A last week because last week was the Spotify Wrapped, and we were talking about oh, yeah. some of our statistics on last week's episode. And we asked in the Q and A, "What is your favorite episode of 2023?" Of from and Empire everyone Radio? said Death Troopers. Make them ten hours. Don't long. let me read the answers first. Okay. <laughs> uh labat 23 says hands down the thrawn book review y'all did before the ahsoka show started it got me super hyped for ahsoka and jeremiah's theory on how the thrawn books will play into the manoverse was perfect awesome wow, wow. uh addy says not sure maybe bad batch episode five breakdown oh. when i roasted y'all after episode four oh, dang uh wow. yep and <laughs> for as many q a's as we've done this is the first time we've gotten a comment from lucy i believe Oh really? So she commented. I don't either, think that's true. What's up, Lucy? Either hot takes, uh, top Wait. five misunderstood things, the four-hour Death Trooper episode. Yes, Lucy. Yes. <laughs> or the Empire Con. Ask us anything. What a great year for Empire Radio. And R Green five seven one says, "Dream Team face offs." Thank you guys for making my suggestion into an episode. Aww. So, and then we have one person who gave their answer via voicemail, which we'll have at the end. And so that hot takes episode was a good one. It was. I and it wasn't just because it. I was on it. It was because, it was because Drew I wasn't, wasn't on it. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, no, no. It was because it, it was just a really, like, I think it was a fun concept and a fun discussion. Everything was just fun. And I, I was that. able to like oh, have that. extra time oh. to like edit it. So I could put like headers on everything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when I have time like that, I can actually make it look somewhat better. And Cheeto is trying to steal the show if you're watching yeah, the Cheeto. video version. <laughs> Story of my freaking life. Jeez. Anyways. But, yes. Thank you guys for your answers. Yeah. 2023. Another year in the books, even though we still have a few more episodes left. But we would have to do an entire. We would have to do an entire podcast on books for it to be another year in the books, Jeremiah. Huh? Hey, thank Boo. you. Hey, we've got another request for a book read through in the chat tonight for me. Well, so. when he does his own Star Wars podcast on a different name, we can do it like that. <laughs> he just me? sits and reads the when book. I do my own. Yeah, to read. He uh, said another book read through. So if you're gonna sit there and read, you don't need me. <laughs> I just make my <laughs> own like Andrew. super low budget audio books. You just do it, and like, then Luke ignites his lightsaber. Well, it would be like. <laughs> You ever seen As the Nick Disney Off- lights are? Have you seen the the Nick Offerman? Yes, like, yes. The uh, filibuster log thing. Oh, the Yule log thing. 
Where like you know how people put oh, like oh, you yeah, lot, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're yeah, just sitting yeah, there yeah, drinking yeah. Berg, uh, yes. uh, bourbon, bourbon or something. Yeah, it could be that could be me. For, that and could I could be, be reading. You're just reading a book with your cat on your lap with the fire on. He's actually thing. on my lap right now. He's perfect. He's, Is that legal to... to read a book from start Obviously. to finish? I almost said something. I'm gonna keep it to myself. But anyways, uh, it's it's no it it's not illegal to read, Drew. But like to read but, a, a canon book so just like straight could, like, and have the whole content on a video and not have to pay for it. If you do it in 15 second chunks or less, you can't technically get it's copyright claimed. 10 seconds or less. Well, but even better. But I make sure it's no more and then Luke than 7.5. Ignited his lightsaber. All right, cool. No. All right, let's get this presentation on the road. So let's bring it up, Andrew, and hopefully the it's all good to go. Let us, let us, and make sure you tell me every time you every time you need to switch to page. So like I like make sure it's all lined up because I got right down every time time I'm going to switch. When you make sure that when your your presentation is lining with the presentation. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It'll, I, it'll line up based on how many slides you have tonight. I have to fill up like ten pages of yeah. It's okay. Stamps. So let let's get into that. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me let me pre- present Cheeto, you buddy. You were just you you're in it, up <laughs> in it to win it tonight, huh? Like like High School Musical. All right, good one. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you guys see my lightsaber behind me? No, I do. It's on display. It's my it's my custom lightsaber. It's got a purple blade. And it was funny mm-hmm. because you didn't see it, Drew, but Elias's one that he made. Oh yeah, 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 exactly yeah. Exactly the same. It's almost exactly the same. Oh, do you guys want to? Do you do you guys before we jump in? Do you want to hear a funny story about that? Make it quick. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it better be funny. It well, it it's kind of <laughs> funny. So I was the only person in my group for Sabi's, the only person yeah so i went early and we actually didn't i had an 825 appointment didn't make it because ooh, get i've seriously made a powerful mistake in underestimating the time it takes to get into disney just from start to finish oh honey so yeah it didn't work so anyways i get there and it's like my original point was 840 uh, 825 and they were like right huh you went to land or world land anaheim so or world world no land you're land. california small, the state small of state one, yeah sorry jeremiah let me let me keep let me let me ramp things up so anyways <laughs> so i get there and i walk in and it's like 8 45 and we like we beeline it from the from the gate to galaxy's edge and i'm there and i'm like hey i'm so sorry like I have an appointment because they were like, we were reading about how they were going to charge me the cancellation. I'm like, dude, I'm, I don't want to pay for this twice, but this is my dream. And so I get there and I'm like, please, can I switch to another? Cause they have stuff open all day. Like I checked the app. There's, there's spots open. And she was like, yeah, I have one at eight 45, like right now. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So I go into the little drew, you know how the, they have the little holding area where it's mm-hmm. like a, you, you feel like an animal in a pin. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're there, I'm there and I'm like, and McKay is there and I'm like, I, because you're no allowed one guest. Yeah, you're allowed one guest. So my wife goes. And I'm like, no one's here. No one's freaking here. To, to, and to be fair, like, no one was at the park yet. Like, it was a super dead day in general, comparatively Disney standards. But, like, no one was in Galaxy's Edge. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm going to be the only person. So come to find out. We walk in, and it's just me. 
So then to make matters more interesting, the person leading it, I guess, was training that day because it was them, the two helpers, and then like eight other people around the room. It was like more people than they would normally have for this thing. Oh, yeah. And they were like observing in, in costume. So the, so it's it's that's really cool. awkward. It's cool, but it's also really awkward because I'm like they're watching. Like this is it's very intimate, but it's also very awkward because it's just me and him, and he stood in front of me the whole time. There was a lot of eye contact, and I was like trying was, to smile and stuff. It's on a but, job interview essentially. But yeah, so it was really awkward because you know they have they normally have like a group of like fifteen or twenty people, mm-hmm. and so they have to do it to the the track like the the music and the light track, right? Oh, well, a lot more delayed feels yeah because i was going fast because i knew i knew what i wanted i knew the crystal he was like he went through the whole crystal thing and it was cool and then they brought it out i was like purple and he was like oh you you know exactly what you want huh and like chuckled and i was like yeah and so we ended up going way faster and he ended up letting us leave towards the door but the music like the cue hadn't finished yet Mm. and then that was the moment when i knew that he was training because he he had this look of like he had just failed the entire galaxy on his face. And like, even at one point, like put his, his hands over his face. I felt so bad for him and everyone was clapping for him. And I was like, dude, this was awesome. Like you did not ruin this. Like this was still awesome. Like I had a fun time. It was super cool. Told him but that. I was just like, I didn't get a chance to. Oh. And so that I've, I've like my heart broke because I was like it became clear in that moment. You got fired. <laughs> like no, but it was just like he's clearly like test running yeah. this thing. Like I don't think he got fired, but I was just like you know at the end of this, this was really awesome. And I, I don't know if if you're listening, person who ran Savi's that day, I'm sure you remember it. If you're listening, you were awesome, and I hope that you still have a job, huh? Did you rep Empire Radials while you were there? No. Okay. Well, sorry. Definitely it, not was, it was dirty. It was my shirt was dirty. I had worn it. Oh, sorry. Am I not allowed to wear my shirt for Galaxy's Edge? Anyways, but so yeah. And then um, we were there late into the night, and almost until it closed, I got to walk around with it lit up. It was pretty fun. Nice. Cool. Cool. All right. So yeah. All right. Dark Empire. Drew, if you click on the presentation. It should get bigger for the stream if you want to do that. Oh, Thank I you. would like this. Oh, because okay. if if I click on it, we're tiny as heck. All right. So uh, just for for the two of you, Drew and Jeremiah, please let me know if anybody has any questions in the comments, uh, as I cannot see them. I can see y'all, but I cannot see chat tonight. So, all right. So Dark Empire. Now, like I said, I have the uh, I had I have a comic, and I don't remember how I got it. I think it was like a no, it was like a freebie section or something. I remember picking it up and I had no idea what it was until I got into the, the EU and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, this is really cool. So Dark Empire is a comic series and we're going to get into more details later. Um, but for those of you who have always wanted to know about the, the time where Luke falls to the dark side and then comes back, we this is what we're covering tonight. Ooh, all right? okay. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is after the throne trilogy. Let me, hey, so, hey. oh. Hey, let me let me get to it. Okay, all right. So let me let me s- switch slides here, Jeremiah. <laughs> all right. So let's let's go over some fun slash miscellaneous facts first. First of all, this was written by Tom v- Vicht Vicht Vicht, 
Anyways, he's done tons of Star Wars comics, specifically for Dark Horse. He has a lot of Star Wars comics underneath his belt writing. Uh, it was illustrated by Cam Kennedy, who uh, is a longtime Dark Horse comic writer, um, or excuse me, illustrator. Fantastic art style. You're going to see a lot of that in this presentation. Um, it was published by Dark Horse bi-monthly from December 1991 to October of 92. I wasn't even alive. So everyone, there's this big debate. Does bi-monthly mean twice a month or every other month? Every other month, because there are only six issues. <laughs> and, okay. And there's no way. Yeah, so this was, this was only six issues. Um, it, it's actually kind of short, comparatively speaking. Like, you can... Uh, you can read it, like, I don't know, readcomicsonline.com or something. That, that's how I read it. <laughs> Not saying I condone reading comics illegally. If you can buy them, buy them. But, uh, so this you can is read available it like, right now huh? online? This yeah. one's available online? Yeah. Which I feel if it was illegal to read that online, Star Wars would have definitely... Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of sites you can read comics. You, you need to be really careful because like, some of them are really sketchy. Um, but I fully intend to buy... They have an omnibus legends omnibus somewhere and i'm gonna buy it eventually but this was how i had to access it for this because i don't have all the issues physically uh and it provided all the, the wonderful images you'll see but um so this was originally supposed to be published through marvel um and if you remember marvel had the rights for star wars for a very very long time mm -hmm. like a very long time and they kind of ruled it and this was right at the point where they were like starting to lose the rights like the rights were expiring so Dark Horse picked up the rights for this, along with the rights to Star Wars in general, if my research is correct, shortly after San Diego Comic-Con in 1990. Um, Dang, I didn't even know they had Comic-Con back then. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was a more recent, like, last 15, 20 years. Yeah, they've, they've had it. I mean, yeah, San Diego and New York City Comic-Con has been around for... Yeah. I think they've gone on their, like, 30th anniversary or yeah they've been i think they've been around for a while so this was a project that uh some some backstory here this was a project that um a few different people have been tom the writer and a few different people have been like bouncing around and like basically marvel didn't want to touch it like they had they had done they had done some story work they had done some concept art and marvel was like we really we don't really want it. And they had like almost pulled everyone together, almost signed all the agreements and done all the paperwork. And the Marvel was like, yeah, we'll do it, but maybe we won't. And then I, I can't remember if it was Tom or Cam, but one of them was like, I'm tired of this being so wishy-washy and left and everything kind of fell apart. So it like was dead in the water for a while. And then right after uh, around the time where Dark Horse uh, got the rights, they were like, hey, this is a fantastic idea. We'll pick it up. Let's do it. So they got the band back together. Uh, under Dark Horse. So Dark Empire came out in the same year as Heir to the Empire in 91. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is the same year Timothy Zahn began the EU, essentially, um, and is set one year after that trilogy in the EU timeline. So this is one year after the end of The Last Command. So did uh, just remind me... Uh, that trilogy did it all come out in one year or did it come out like like was this series coming out why like the book ahead this of series the finishing of the i'm pretty sure trilogy? this finished before the three books did okay hmm. 
I mean, this is a much shorter. This is a much shorter story in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, so there are actually, and I didn't know this. I learned this. There are two comic sequels that continue this story. And for a for about thirty minutes, I thought I was gonna do them all three tonight. And then I realized how much of a powerful mistake that would have been. And I said, nope, we're just doing the first one. So let me know. Let us know if you want to see the other two. Because it is technically like a direct continuation of this story. It's not like weird kind of side missions. It's like they just pick up where they... It's the same writer and the same illustrator. Um, and there's more. Uh, there's a lot more Luke in those. So let us know. So it really uh, depends on how good you do tonight then. I got to do. I got to do well. So a fun story... In regard to Heir to the Empire, it's Timothy Zahn and this comic. So I'm quoting from Wikipedia here, who is quoting from an interview. Uh, but it says, as work started on the project, uh, Dark Empire, uh, new continuity issues arose with the production of the, f- of the first in a line of Star Wars novels, Timothy Zahn's 1991 novel, Heir to the Empire. The Lucasfilm editorial staff realized that the two projects were not in proper continuity with each other. It could hurt sales. With this in mind, they asked Zahn and Veeked to review each other's outlines. However, both authors had very different versions of the universe, visions of the universe, and they could not agree to, uh, on a unified vision. So they both wanted to do their own thing, and they couldn't agree. After Veeked initially proposed Dark Empire take place one year after Return of the Jedi, so pretty quickly after the trilogy, uh, Zahn was not inclined to reference the events of that series, possibly leading to a conundrum in the timeline. So, like, they were like, we could put this right after Return of the Jedi, and Zahn was like, I'm not, I might not reference those things. (laughs) Which is so funny to me. Uh, Veek proposed to Lucasfilm a simple resolution. He would set Dark Empire's events one year after Zahn's book with an, and write an opening scroll to bridge the two projects. Lucasfilm agreed, and the timeline was set. So, uh-huh. so he brought in the big dogs, and then I guess fun. Yeah, he had no say. Speaking of the big dogs, all of you listening online can't can't see this, but Cheeto. Yeah, and so if you are listening online, it's going to be better to watch the presentation on YouTube. So oh, yeah. make sure you give it a thumbs up and subscribe. Thumbs up, subscribe, hit that bell notification and all that jazz. The bell notification says Grandpa Jeremiah. Is that not a thing anymore? No, it is. I just never heard. I've never heard it called ring the bell, bell. notification. Ring that bell, bud. Oh, I, it's ring that bell. Interchangeable man. here all the time. All right. So yeah, there's a there's a funny story. I when I read that, I was like, huh, this is worth putting in there. All right, so let's let's just dive in. So we're gonna start with part one of part six. Pretty cool, huh? Not gonna start with part two. We're gonna go in chronological unique, order. Unique choice of uh, direction. Yes. Yep. And my cat is—he's all riled up. Tonight. Just yell for really, Mikaya to take your cat. <laughs> he wants he wants attention because like I'm I'm holding him right now. I'm rubbing his belly. I'm gonna describe it for all of you audio listeners. He's an he's an orange fluffy cat. If you haven't seen him before, Grand Admiral Cheeto. He's purring. He, you going to sleep? He's purring, but he can't. You can't be on my desk right now, buddy. Anyways, all right. Let's start with part one: the destiny of a Jedi. All right. So, in typical Star Wars fashion, we have an opening crawl. There's actually, it's actually kind of cool. There's one of these at the beginning of all of the issues, and they recap the issue before it. 
Um, there's also, and I didn't have time to put these in, but there are also these really interesting sections at the end of each of these uh, parts that expound on the things that happen. There's a ton of lore in there. There's a ton of lore. Like, enough lore that I could probably do an episode on just those parts. It's fascinating. Before we begin, it's it's worth noting, and please keep this in mind as we go through this story, you are going to see a lot, and I mean a lot of similarities between this story and what we have in canon at various points. Interestingly enough, it's almost like this inspired a lot of what ended up being canon, especially in the sequels. We'll get to that as we as we go. So the don't, sequels don't, aren't that bad then, huh? I <laughs> know uh, they're a poor execution of this, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, it's also worth noting and very much worth keeping in mind as we go through this, that this is 1991, all right? You can't look at this through the lens of the current continuity, the current Star Wars universe that we have. No Clone Wars animated show, no Rebels. No. There's actually a reference to the Clone Wars, and it's very weird. It's very different from what we have. So keep in mind that the only source material that they had to go on was the original trilogy and like maybe some some side story stuff. This there wasn't an established, there wasn't an established universe at this point, really. And so things are different. Things are gonna look different. They're gonna probably feel a little different. That's okay. Just take it, take it at face value. All right. So following the deaths of Darth Vader and the Emperor and the destruction of the second Death Star, which is a terrible idea, by the way, the Rebel Alliance proclaimed a new republic over three-fourths of the galaxy, but without the knights, the thousands of Jedi Knights who formed the backbone of the Old Republic, the new confederation was a precarious one. Long years of struggle ensued, during which the Imperials reigned, regained strength, pushing back the Alliance until a majority uh, until the majority of worlds, including the vital Imperial system, fell once again under Imperial control. Then, without warning, civil war erupted as factions within the Imperial Navy battled the former Emperor's ruling circle for control of the Empire, so infighting started. The rebels seized the opportunity to sow confusion among the feuding Imperials using captured Star Destroyers to conduct hit-and-run uh, sorties. That is a dated, uh, dated term, sorties. know that word. <laughs> into war zones. Uh, one such raid over the raging Imperial City battleground ended in disaster. The Alliance Star Destroyer Liberator, commanded by Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian, crashed on the planet's surface. Only Luke's skillful use of the ship's deflector shields and anti-grav braking system prevented all aboard from being killed. As our story opens, Princess Leia Organa and her husband Han Solo, together with the Wookiee Chewbacca and the protocol droid C-3PO, on a daring mission to rescue their fallen comrades. The way that they talk about stuff in this is so precious sometimes. And I'm going to hopefully highlight some of these things. I've got a whole, I've got notes. We got, we got notes. We've got a lot of comic uh, bits. So again, if you are not watching this on YouTube and you really want to get the full experience, I would consider pausing this and going on YouTube and watching this. All right. Subscribe and like the video. Samurai slice that like button. Oh. Anyways. All right. Vader so the Falcon comes. The light button. What? Vader choked the light button. Oh. Mm. Okay. Lightsaber slash the like button. Okay, go. I was waiting for Jeremiah to say, well, anyways. 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 So, anyway. <laughs> so Han, Leia, Chewie, the, the Falcon, as they said, they're in hyperspace. And they come out of hyperspace and straight into a debris field. <laughs> 
because there's been a there's been a battle zone, battle war zone, battle battlefield, whatever you want to call it, it's there. So they come out and they're like literally in the middle of a battle uh, or the aftermath of the battle. They are two rebel frigates trailing them after hyperspace or after them in hyperspace. The Falcon comes out and they're like, oh crap, this isn't going to be good. And then the two frigates come out and one of them explodes. <laughs> they're just gone. There's a whole whole escort frigate worth of rebels. They're just, they're gone. And you can see this in the right side image. Uh, RIP, those fallen heroes there. Um, so yeah, they just immediately use one of those or lose one of those, excuse me. Um, and then they they're like, okay, well... We need to figure out what's going on. Things are going to be really dangerous, so we don't want you to to come in straight away because there's still battle, battles raging on the planet. So they have the Rebel frigate stay behind, and the Falcon, being smaller and more nimble and agile, goes in. And it's really interesting because as they're flying into this planet, which isn't named, by the way, so at this point, it's not Coruscant. They, they only refer to it as Imperial System and Imperial City which is technically the name of like part of Coruscant, that like whole district, the Imperial City District or whatever. But like at this point, it's very underdeveloped. We have not really gone far past the original trilogy. So anyways, as they're coming into the planet, uh, they are passed by uh, these Imperial fighters. And instead of uh, firing on the Falcon, they fly by and they're like, must be something important on their minds. <laughs> The dialogue in this is so, it's so funny to me. Uh, but they they go down to the planet's surface, and this is a really pretty shot. I love this art style. Uh, so they follow the fighters in. The fighters are heading straight for Imperial City. And I love that it says, where the Emperor himself used to hang his hat when he oh was alive. Gosh. <laughs> that, that's literally a part of the comic. Oh They're heading gosh. straight for the Imperial City, where the Emperor used to hang his hat. When he was alive, and then Chewie goes, <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> so when the Falcon gets closer to the Imperial City, they are met with this crazy scene of Civil War, right? Also, I didn't know they had tanks like this in Star Wars, but again, remember, this is 1991, okay? This is not... It's not canon. That's definitely a '90s tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, well, do you see the? Too? Do you see? I was gonna say, do you see the Tie Fighter on the treads right there? Yeah, yeah. You've got you've got the Tie Fighter there. You've got the Stormtroopers there. Um, on the right side, it looks like a fallen ATAT. I I, I don't know, but it says uh, the ravages of civil war. Mutinous Imperials are deadlocked with forces loyal to the Emperor's inner circle for possession of a world that once ruled an empire and they're just they're literally fighting one another uh on in the middle of this imperial city so the falcon flies in and they find the wreckage of this star destroyer the liberator and the rebels are pinned down classic right classic star wars they're pinned down and the atat is what is pinning them down so han and leia decide that they're going to do something about this and uh and i quote Han says, good thing we're the greatest husband and wife gunner team in the galaxy. <laughs> and then it's revealed that sh this is the second time Leia has used these guns. The first being in A New Hope or whenever it was in the original trilogy. I think, when was it? Was it A New Hope? Yeah. No. no. Yeah, it was. Because Han was flying, wasn't Or was it 
Was that yeah, Han? Res- rescued and they just left. And then they were- that, was Empire- that was in uh, Empire Strikes Back. All I know is she straight up says, I'm glad you're basically something along the lines of, I'm glad you're confident because this is the second time I've used these. And I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. So then there's this moment. Uh, it says, as Leia grips the controls of the blaster cannon, she remembers the words of her teacher, letting her mind merge with the living energy field that binds the galaxy together. Luke is right. I can feel the force moving through me, guiding my hands in the terrible tasks of war. <laughs> Who talks like this? So anyways, they blow up uh, the ATAT because Leia, it says Leia Organa, wife of Han Solo, already mother of two, is above all things a Jedi warrior. You know what I'm saying? So... You have a question, Jeremiah? Mother of two. Yes. Remember in the Thrawn trilogy... She had twins. She has twins. Twins. But... How long after the episode six was the Thrawn trilogy? Uh, five, five, five years. Oh, okay. It's like five years, and then this is like six years. Okay. Um. So yeah, they they destroy the ATST or ATAT, excuse me, and then they they Ewoks land, <laughs> huh? There's Ewoks, dude. Heck yeah, there's Ewoks. It's the rebellion, and they're happy. Oh. Look at how happy they are. Lando's raising his gun in celebration. They're like, heck yeah. Um, cheer! They cheer at the welcome sight of the Millennium Falcon. Look at that Ewok. He is he has had enough. Let me tell you, he is done with this. Hey, honestly, those Ewoks look kind of cool, though, if you ask me. Yeah, there's a lot of moments in this where the art is just fan- it's fantastic. I like this like, style. It reminds me of, like, uh, what's his name style? Like, it's like... Yeah, what's his name? He's a good artist. Mm-hmm. Monet? No. Beethoven? Um, no. Beethoven. That's Beethoven's <laughs> music. No, the um, dog. Okay, I'm not... Anyway. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so the celebration is short-lived because this is Star Wars. You can't have a moment of celebration that's too long because all of a sudden, not only are the Imperials there, but scavengers are there, y'all. So scavengers are there because they're opportunists and they're ready to take their the, the spoils of war. And it should have been re- Jawas. <laughs> it, they're basically human Jawas, yeah. So it they should have been they, Jawas, they, though. That would have been funny. Yeah. So they show up, and Han's like, get away from my ship, scum. And they, every, anyways, they start blasting. That's supposed to be Han right there on the left? No. Oh. That is, I think it's Wedge. I don't know. Anyways. Kind of looks like, they, uh, like Wolverine a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> it, can, it can be Wolverine if you want it to be. Uh not, I looked down at Cheeto. Cheeto's just waiting to jump on my desk for like the twelfth time. Uh, sorry, I had to yell yell to my wife to see if she would call the cat to pull him away. <laughs> Anyways, so just when things get you can't you let me restart this sentence. Just when you think things can't get worse, they release Nex. That's right, Nex Cyborian Battle Dogs. This is this is 1991 Star Wars, y'all. You can't make this stuff up, okay? Cyborian battle dogs and thirty-two years ago, huh? It's thirty-two years ago. Yeah. So the the necks are coming. That's a really fun. I never thought I'd say that in a sentence. The necks are coming. That's a weird. I wonder what's next, huh? You see Tanner's comment: Ewoks plus war crimes equals Purple Heart. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, is Tanner here? Yeah, he's been here for a while. Oh, what's up, Tanner? How's and it going, my my guy? You went from being like orange to purple in the comments. oh, it's like the color of my lightsaber. Anyways, uh, so here the the necks are coming. The necks are coming, and all of a sudden they're like, "Well, we don't we, we don't want to deal with the necks. They're already dealing with droids." By the way, these scavengers have battle droids, war droids. They're called. And they're not like B one battle droids, but they're war droids. And so the next, the next, they, it's just the next level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of of danger, the next level. And so I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then uh, Leia's like, "I got this. I got it." I can do some a few things with the force. I got this. She, she and I quote, uh, Cheeto has just laid down on half on my laptop keyboard. So if the uh, if the the presentation changes against my will, just pay no attention it's to that. So, so complicated for me to get timestamps. <laughs> but anyways, so Leia does a thing, and it says as Han's charge is halted by the v- vicious necks. Leia, the vicious next. Leia holsters her weapon and uses the force to sow confusion into the mind of the primitive creatures. Luke taught me this faster than a blaster and a lot less messy. <laughs> and then Han's like, I don't know, dear. I think I prefer a blaster. That way I know they're not going to gnaw off my leg when my back is turned. <laughs> in cur- in input sitcom laughter there. So then out of nowhere, the necks are blasted back. <laughs> this. I didn't realize how fun this was going to be to say out loud when I was writing this. But anyways, so the necks are blasted back and they're like, whoa, what is going on? So then they see the shadow, right? First, it looks like Darth Vader. You're like, oh no, that's the yeah. silhouette of Darth Vader. That's not good, right? Don't it's okay. Hold your, hold your, hold your necks back. You're good. A shadowy figure, menacingly familiar, emerges from the ruins of the Imperial Palace. A f- uh, the figure gestures, the simple gesture of a Jedi a gesture that moves ever so slightly the internal mechanisms of the weapons droids blows him up. Luke. It's Luke. Surprise. And then all of a sudden the ATAT comes around the corner and he's like, Luke, behind you. So this is interesting. This shot to me and a lot of other people seems to be what inspired the one in The Last Jedi. Oh. Interesting. Yes. Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master, a powerful and skillful user of the Force, more skilled than ever in the ways of the Jedi lightsaber, which is funny because he's not even using it here, but he uses the AT-AT fires on him, and he has like a Force field. Shield. A Force force field. You know what I'm saying? It blocks all the blasters. He doesn't even have to move. You see that rum, that powerful rum sound effect oh. that they wrote in there? Yeah. That's, that's what power sounds like, boys. Okay? Rum. So then... Yeah. So then, all of a sudden, he de- he ignites his lightsaber. He deflects the bolts back at the ATAT. Right? ATAT never stood a chance. Gashed by its own fire, the huge war machine looms over its human opponent, as if waiting for Luke's next move. Remembering the words of his master, Luke pr- presses the force against the crippled Walker. Size matters not. The only different difference is in your mind. Hey. Pop quiz. Who said that, Drew? Yoda. Cad Good. Bane. Oh. A what? <laughs> I haven't seen that episode of Star Wars. This and this next slide, this next slide is beautiful. I wish that I could have a print of this slide to put up in this room. The Walker Falls. That's the only text. How B A? 
is this. So Luke has force. He, he literally shrugs off blaster bolts with a force force field. Okay. They hit him in the shoulder. He just shrugs them off. He deflects more blaster bolts back at the ATAT. He brings it down with the force single handedly. And then you get this shot. The Walker falls. So very clearly, he's a lot more powerful in this than he See, was they in Return done of the this, Jedi. They could have done this in The Last Jedi, where he destroyed all those giant... That's what they freaking should have done. Welcome to my world. And they still, could my have world. Had, they still could have had the Kylo Ren face-off, because Kylo Ren would have just walked out of the smoke and fire and wreckage. Yeah, yeah. it would have been way better. Instead of, but, 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 but instead, he did, he did this. On his shoulder. He just wiped off his shoulder. Look, his, I'm not his, saying they made his, a lot of good decisions. His projection shoulder, which is that there's nothing Jeez. on there. <laughs> so anyways, the Walker Falls. That's such a freaking cool. Oh, so I, I, I want to get that tattooed on my back. Um, but I don't have the money, nor the patience, nor the pain tolerance for that. So I would anyway, that. moving on. So then he re reunites with his family. Well, his sister. The rest of his family's dead, but it's okay. He reunites with his sister. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sure I don't have anything in my notes here that I need to point out. Uh, but basically, Luke says, uh, "Yo, I found some clues here, and I need to stay here. You can all leave to take all the rebels. You can leave." Um, oh, it's worth noting. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Lando tells Han earlier when they when they were hooping and hollering, they've been holed up for days days fighting these people no bathrooms no no in and out no mcdaldos no taco bell just imperial saltine rations and a down star destroyer so that's not a fun time so anyways he's like found strange clues in the palace and i have to stay here leia but you and han and chewie lando should leave this place at once and Han's like, bro, are you kidding? That's a stupid idea. And he's like, you don't understand. There's a great disturbance in the Force. Someone or something is using the dark side of the Force with unbelievable power. I've seen it, or I felt it. I've seen it. So he's like, I got to stay. You got to leave. And then out of nowhere, a hyperspace wormhole, which is a thing in 1991. Prepare yourselves. A hyperspace wormhole has opened in the night, and a mighty energy storm emerges. Fun. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of uh, unorthodox use of the Force and stuff in this. So then, all of a sudden, the energy storm begins to scrape across the planet. And it's Luke's like, it, it's almost upon us. There's no need for you to die, too. It doesn't want you. It wants me. Leave, or you will all be destroyed. I don't know how it know, he knows it wants him, because essentially that's just like a big sky hoover, uh, or like a Dyson, whatever, insert the vacuum brain there. But it says Luke alone knows the level of power, the level of power and knowledge he has achieved in the years since Obi Wan Kenobi, Master Yoda, and his father Anakin Skywalker passed on. Knowledge that has given fresh meaning to the words of the great Jedi Knights who went before. Do not underestimate the power of the dark side. So then he's just like he's standing there. So, so my question for the two of you at this point. So let's just hypothetical situation here. You're on Imperial Planet. You're in Imperial City, right? The thing comes out of the sky. It's a big sky vacuum. And you know it's here for you. How do you choose to interact with this thing? You have a, you have a few choices. What would be your preference? Um, I would get on the Falcon and leave. <laughs> Valid. 
but you you have to stay there. The fate of the galaxy is is at hand. Well, I feel like you can't just outrun it. So just let it suck. Can't you up. go through it. Can't go around it. Gotta. You remember that that story? <laughs> Anyways, Basically, I don't remember the the whole story, but yeah. <laughs> um, but I would probably just realize what's going to keep chasing me so i might as well let it suck me in and see where it takes me sweet well or uh, it kind of reminds me of the finale of loki season one with that giant purple monster so i would just see if i can use the force to enchant it and then it would bring me to he who remains at the end of the time line but hmm that's a very uh there's a lot going on in that one but yeah that's <laughs> that's also a good idea well luke decides to stare at it <laughs> And he, I put this, I put this in here because he looks very, he looks strange. He looks very strange in this shot. I don't, I kind of like it. Oh, you're digging, you're digging this one, huh? You're digging emo Luke? A little bit. He's got yellow eyes. Yeah. The eyes of a snake. I hope he looks looks like he has eyeliner on too, so. He's very emo in this. There's a lot, there's a lot of emo Luke in this. (laughs) So, uh, it says, Luke alone knows that his very presence on this world has triggered a response of such hatred that it rends the fabric of space itself. That's a very abstract concept, but apparently him being on the planet has caused all this. So, up he goes. (laughs) He's just him and R2, and R2 stays, by the way. R2 purposely stays with Luke because he's loyal. And they just... Get sucked up into oh, the sky. the The perspective is not well done, so it, the ATAT looks like it's the same size as Luke. <laughs> it's a lot farther away, but yeah, um, there you go. They just get sucked up into the sky. Just and there's a body in there. there too. So yeah, right, you got to be careful guy. what you you vacuum up with your space vacuum. You only you only want to get certain things, but you're getting a lot more than you bargain for in this case. And uh, that's the end of part one. (laughs) So it ends, it ends with Luke getting him and R2 getting sucked up into the space vacuum. Nice. Any questions? No, no, no. Are we enjoying it? How's the chat doing? Uh, There's a lot of Tanner. He's making up for not being on for the past, like (laughs) forever. Good to see you, Tanner. What was that? Was that just a single? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the soundboard was a little. The irony of that one being sad. Yeah. You should do a womp, womp, womp for that. There you go. A part two. Yep. So part two, the devastator of worlds. Oh, okay. That was expertly timed that very very good sir very good sir all right so the story picks up are we ready to continue of course are you hyped Mm -hmm. yep okay what this portal is well you're not going to get to find out right away that's not how story the how the story works so sorry about that so last thing we'll find out yeah so all we we pick up the story and they're back at the base now this base is called pinnacle base don't Jeremiah's face is saying a lot right now. What is that thing in the? F- yeah, well, leading the way. You like to know what, what? So, anyways, there's these big. So it's kind of like Black Spire. There's these big, like crystal tree things, and lots of canyons. And they were just like they just like set up base inside 
the, the one of these things. So this this thing right here, this uh, space hamster with wings, well, that's what it looks like. For, like for all of you back. listening, for all of you listening, here's the picture. You've got a, a beautiful black blue sky, big full moon, these really tall kind of spiky looking uh, pink purple stalactites. Stalactites. Anyways, they're rock trees. And then the falcon is flying, and in front of the falcon is this thing. And it, I wrote it down, and... <laughs> Tanner says the front of that thing looks like the, the Autobots. <laughs> oh, the Autobots logo? It does. <laughs> <laughs> so these these things are called Ixels. I-X-L-L-S. Ixels? Ixels? So is that... The whole—that's not like a little hamster riding a, a bird. Is that's just one no. thing? No, that's it's a, it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. Like a it's bat. a whole thing. So with a big mouth. That's not a mouth. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like I yeah. so okay okay okay. <laughs> I, I knew this was gonna come up. So there's another shot later. There's another shot later at the I think at the end of this where you see another one, and I think that that on the front of it is a pouch. It's like a bag. Oh okay. And the thing's mouth. Is right underneath the nostrils at the top. So it has Gucci on it. I get it. I it's it's got Gucci. It's and it's 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 got a very big like throat section or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't design this thing. And it, and if had I, it wouldn't have gone this way. But that's, that's not so for me to judge. Design. Yeah. So, anyways, this is Pinnacle Base. Just a they just cut a hole into a tree, a big stone tree, basically. But this is very. This seems very Star Wars to me. Also, it's worth noting that these are not Imperial Lambda shuttles behind you, but or behind the the Falcon. These are captured. Well, yeah, they're, but they're not like actively Imperial. These oh, are rebels. Sure. They're escorting the Fal the Falcon in. Right. They're using. There's a, yes, the there's a lot of stolen too. Imperial stuff in this that is kind of happening. Okay. So hey, if this broke, don't fix it. Right. So if you got a free Lambda, you. Ride the heck out of that thing. That's you what I. That's my life motto, place. honestly. So, <laughs> this this uh, pinnacle base is on the fifth moon of Da Sucha, an uncharted world in the Syac system. Now you might be wondering, where in the heck is Da Sucha? <laughs> well, boy, do I have an answer for you. And if you're not, if you're not watching the YouTube version or the stream, I'm sorry. Is but basically for you if you're listening. <laughs> basically. <laughs> If you, uh, I'm actually really proud of that transition. That that made me laugh inter internally. So good job, Andrew. Anyways, so if you're looking at a map of the galaxy, a normal map, Dasucha is just kind of like directly east, pretty much of the galactic core. East, just east in space. <laughs> yeah, well, you it's can just... almost put it down to the dot, right? So it is R, R11. Yeah. So oh, this map, uh, this map was. Uh, a Reddit a Reddit user made this and and compiled a heck of a lot of legends material and put it on this map. I wish and Lucas would come out with a canon galaxy map. So I don't yeah. think they have. No. Well, this person <laughs> killed it. So, uh shout out to this person from Reddit. Um there I'm not going to I'm not going to put the Reddit name in here cuz it's not Family friendly, it, not not entirely, yeah. Um, but anyways, so there's a Reddit user out there. If you know who you are, great job. This is fantastic. This is many years worth of work. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, Da Sucha 
is in hut space. So if you can find the little the little arrowhead looking shape of hut space, it's just it's over there. It's in that area. Okay. Because I, I was wondering that they were like da sushi. I was like, there's no way that's a real place. Well, come to find out, it is. It's in it's in hut space way over there. So for those of you who are watching uh, watching along, it's that little purple circle. If you couldn't tell on the map. So yeah, anyways, so they go into the conference room with the big holler, holler screen, right? Come to find out, uh, they have caught wind of a great war fleet emerging from the very core of the galaxy. Someone or something has been biding its time while the feuding Imperial factions distracted our attention. This is funny. We have reason to believe, this is Dodana, by the way, we have reason to believe that a dark side genius is at work creating new technologies that go beyond all previous conception. Oh, <laughs> and then Mon Mothma goes, our scout droids report the appearance of diabolical machines. World devastators. That's what they're called. World devastators. Did you just... It's not a joke. Look, they, oh. the, the, they didn't have a ton of... This is, wait, this is very on brand for like the again, late 90s. Say it again. Say it again. World Devastators. Better. There you go. All right. <laughs> Even as we speak, the, these engines of destruction are marshalling all over the world, sympathetic to the rebellion. So you're probably like, okay, this is a really cool photo. This is a really cool art piece. It's beautiful. It's absolutely mm -hmm. beautiful. But what is it? What is this? Yeah, yeah, shot. Yeah, well, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's okay. You'll you'll get to you'll get to see it in this next slide, <laughs> um, if that helps. So basically, it's 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 easier. It's much easier to to see what they look like in the actually in the next one. This doesn't really help the cause, but uh, it says this is this is really funny. This is this is a slide in the comic that is it's very clearly they needed to tell some ex they needed to do some exposition. For people who didn't understand what was going on. And so this is Admiral Akbar speaking. So you'll be able to figure it out pretty quickly that he's like trying to explain something to the reader. Uh, the do images you're seeing. Voice. Huh? Do his voice. I'm not. I can't. I'm not doing the whole <laughs> thing. The images you're seeing are being transmitted for this very moment from Calamari, Admiral Akbar's home planet. The Mon Calamari have been a proud... Uh, part of the alliance since the beginning. It's no wonder that the enemy has chosen to turn on them with these planet smashers. Planet smash. They use so many different words for these, but they're called world destroyers. Isn't that true, Admiral Akbar? Nice handoff there. Admiral Akbar says, very true. Many years ago, the Mon Calamari were conscripted, conscripted as slave laborers by the emperor. When we resisted, our cities were attacked to set an example for the rest of the galaxy. But this experience only hardened my people's will to resist and transformed them into form formidable fighters for the Alliance. Everyone in the room knows this. Yeah. It's just very clear. It's like, I'm saying this for the people reading this later on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyways, this is a better shot of what these things look like. So basically, if you take two gonk droids... Gonk for the win. And put like a, a, a pole in between them. So not like TIE Fighter style, like Bespin cloud car style. I'm talking you put them like, like you're going to the library in elementary school, single file. And you put a pole in between them. It's kind of what these look like. And 
or so a skyway. He, a skyway. It just looks like a skyway. Yeah, that's very Minnesotan of you. But yeah, that's essentially what it, that's that's what it is. They don't have skyways in other states. No, it's just really. Minneapolis where it's cold. Really? Yeah. No, they, I mean they do. They do, but it's it's very uncommon most places. Oh. Like there, you don't. There's not a ton of skyways in in LA. Like you have to go down to the first floor of the building and physically walk. Oh. It's a hard life out here. You got to do a lot of extra walking. That's why people are more fit. There's no sky. And the weather is so horrible. And it's terrible. It's been absolutely terrible lately. Well, you get like three days of rain in a row, and the world's over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> hey, it's gonna be fifty tomorrow and Thursday here in Minnesota. Well, I will say that the Santa Ana winds blew my shot at seeing the fireworks at Disney that night. So Darn I was mad about that. I was going to put up my lightsaber and swing it around, but I didn't get a chance to do that. I did get to see Anna and Elsa in the parade. Waste of my time, but I'm sure a lot of people liked it. Anyways, they had a lot of trouble with rides breaking that day too. But anyways, uh, so yeah, the way these things work is they suck up stuff. There's a there's a big vacuum theme. Oh, they're in just this. vacuums. Yeah, it's a, it's it's basically a vacuum. It's a Roomba. And uh, it sucks stuff up, and inside there are factories, and they take those materials and they turn them into weapons. So it's kind of like the Star Forge a little bit from Knights of the Old Republic, but just like the Gonk version, and it's not as powerful. Okay, pretty cool stuff. Anyways, so uh, you can see there's a there's a very uh, very worried looking Amr Akbar here, and it's he says. <laughs> This is like the greatest in the skirt. Eye too. Huh? Looks like you got punched in the eye. No, it's cinematic lighting, Jeremiah. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> so anyways, this is this is funny. He says, this is the greatest scourge the galaxy has ever seen. Far more lethal than the Death Star. Um, Far more lethal. And he says, unless we act immediately, the Calamari world and all other worlds sympathetic to the rebellion are doomed. So in this, the picture on the left, the bigger one, yeah. there's... Two of these, right? But are there like yeah, there's there's like a few of hundreds them. of them, or like dozens I don't know if there are hundreds. Or... They don't really tell you. <laughs> this is a simple story, okay? There's this, there's just a lot. It's Who's implied the bad that guys there's right now, huh? Who are the bad guys? The Empire. Oh. Remnants. Well, I guess you or don't. Whoever these, know that. yeah, you didn't, guys but, are vacuum <laughs> janitors are there the, the evil janitors yeah so basically admiral atbar is like yo this is more de- evil this is worse than the death star which is like I... it's a slow kill death star just blew it up there's no and these are easier to destroy like if you were to go yeah like how's that like it's also it's also i'm just vacuum i'm tired of the empire making really stupid decisions r.i.p the defender program but anyways so they're like <laughs> okay let's send a squadron Green and blue, what is it? Green and blue squadrons. They're we're we're just gonna send people. We're gonna send people to help out the the relief efforts. Okay, they're like unplug the vacuums. Unplug, yeah. So Lando and Wedge go to lead. They're they're like we'll we'll do it. That's how Wedge sounds. We'll do it, bud. You're and done. then uh, they do that. Well, Leia's not happy. She's not. There's a lot of emotion in Leia in this too. She's really emo about about Luke. And she's like, I, he's still alive. I can feel it, but he's getting farther and farther away. He's in the vacuum. Uh, and then Han 
who, unlike in the movies, is like, yo, we really need some time to ourselves. We've barely had any time together since we've been married. And he straight up takes an assignment. Um, I wrote it down. I'm looking for the word here. Briefing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes an alternative assignment of briefing new fighter teams. He's basically training new pilots. Oh, that's cool. So that he can stay back and be with Leia, which is really sweet, right? Well, then she's like, no. Luke is in trouble, and I've got to, we've got to go. we got to go save him. And I love he's like, uh, I'm not about to challenge the judgment of a Jedi. Talking about Luke. He's like, he knows what he's doing. He's fine. She's like, no, dude, he really needs to, we need to go help him. And there's one, there's one comic cell where he's like, I don't know if I put it in here or not. I guess we'll find out. But it was like, he was like, they told, and and they told me being married to a Jedi would be hard. I guess they were right or something like that. It was like, <laughs> it's so cheesy. But anyway, so there's, Leia's like, we got to go. We got to go help Luke. Well, we cut to Luke. And Luke, uh, the energy storm has funneled him and R2 into some kind of hyperspace vehicle. At least we're still alive. And then R2 goes, Zeke, you know R2's famous line. <laughs> so he, this is this this is where this is very 1991, right? Yeah, too bad we can't see out, but to the eyes of the Force, these Mandalorian walls don't even exist. We're in an Imperial dungeon ship, the kind they used to transport Jedi Knights during the Clone Wars. It's very clear the Col- the Clone Wars have not been fleshed out, right? But. They used to, in 1991. This is what they used in the Clone Wars. <laughs> that were art that and nothing had been said about the Clone Wars, but they keep referencing the Clone Wars. It would have been cool if there was a arc of like the Separatists created like a giant ship where they had captured Jedi. Yeah, and it looked like that. That would been kind of cool. And they go on a rescue mission. Again, this is very. This is 1991. Where are they going? You might ask. Maybe. Are you curious? Tatooine. Nope. Biss. Biss? Yeah. Do we know that one? Deep in the... Hold your your necks. The (laughs) the planet Biss, deep in the galactic core, a world entirely enveloped in the power of the dark side. He says to R2, if there is a dark center of the universe, this is it, R2. And they start to descend. And at this point, you're probably wondering, where the heck is Biss? Well, luckily, I have the same map with a different purple circle just for you who are curious. It's right in the core. So, there you go. There it is. It's right there. Is that next to Abyss? Get out. Get Think about what you just said. Uh, so, if you're looking at the galactic core, it's like right... It, it's, it's like right there. It's, it's pretty much in this core. Just, just south. Just just southwest of the the actual core, it's like southwest of Tython, but it's there. So if you go too fast, you might miss it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so they're they're at Biss, and they arrive, and all of a sudden, Luke sucked into a cage. <laughs> Yeah, this is very 1991. So it's not just any cage. It's not, listen, it's not just any cage. This is an energized cage, a trap to hold a Jedi. This is, this is a Jedi cage. 
we're, we're people around them kind of looks like witches from Dathomir. Yeah, they're uh, Imperial Sentinels. They have they actually have swords and like axes oh. and stuff. They're actually as I'm not gonna lie, it's it's kind of a cool design. Yeah, I, I kind cool. I kind of dig it. You can see on the right side here, there's one of them standing up. They're really tall, and they have mm. these big robes. I'm tr I'm trying to explain things for the listeners. They have these big robes, um, kind of Tuscan Raider ish. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, also witchy. Yeah. But then the helmets are really cool because you can't see their eyes. And all you see is these two red uh, pupils. And they the have Jawas. Jawas. Yeah. These are the Good Jawas. Y'all are killing. Y'all are killing it. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're giant Jawas. That's why you know I this kind of, you know what it kind of reminds oh, me of though? It kind of reminds me of the old Transformers comics oh, with the spike. I mean, it's just, it looks, the helmet looks very robotic to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the ship lands and Luke is literally sucked out by a cage into this cage. And then he's paraded through the city. <laughs> it's not like an active, like, hey, look at this loser, but they, wherever. So, so they land on the outskirts of the city and then they have to take him to the center of the city. I don't know why the two places weren't in the same spot, but they had to, they had to walk with him in this hovering energy cage through the city. Um, and he, he senses this dark, the, the dark side of the force growing in intensity as the more, the farther and farther he gets, it says Luke's journey ends before the doors of a great citadel. Suddenly he senses the, a mind reaching out to him, a mind full of mocking laughter. Who do we think it is? Thrawn. Jar Jar, you are correct. All right. So moving forward, um, he gets out of the cage. They open the cage. And this is when Luke gets very moody. Okay, he gets very moody, and they're like, like Spider-Man Three movie moody. Actually, yeah, it's kind of it's uh, yeah a little bit. It's like very uh, Spider-Man Three, Tobey Maguire here, so but he's does like he have a little dance thing where he's walking down the street. He can between scenes, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So he goes, "Don't threaten me. I'm here because I chose to be here." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> No joke, I read that verbatim. For all of you listening, I read that verbatim. Don't threaten me. I'm here because I chose to be here. I can see why Timothy Zahn did not want this right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, because he, they're like, hey, they let him out of the cage and they're like going to lead him in. He's like, no, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. And he force pushes these two guys away. But I mean, to be fair, it's a very dynamic looking shot. Huh? A little thick flick of the wrist when he pushed them. Look at the flick of the wrist. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, shout out to all of you who know that song. Anyways, uh, so he force pushes these guys because he gets moody. He gets all emo. And then the the figures that are there, there's, I didn't put this in there, but there's a cell that they're like, they're like, yeah, I mean, like, do whatever the heck you want. Like, you're just going to end up in the same place anyways. Like, he's doomed anyways. And so that's why it says the rope figures uh, laugh quietly among themselves. Luke strides, strides boldly into the dark citadel. With a uh, with a Jedi's flawless intuition, <laughs> with a Jedi's flawless intuition, he marks directly into the throne room, and then he hears, "Excellent, excellent, you have come to me of your own free will." Who do we think it is? I'm guessing it's a clone of the Emperor. Drew, who do you think it is? Wrong answers only. Does that mean oh, I'm wrong? Fett. Fett? Mm. He's in this. Is he really? Oh, spoilers. Spoilers. Jeez. As well as another interesting ship. Anyways, that's right. 
old buttface himself, the emperor is back. Jeez, that was. <laughs> oh my bad. Get out! Get out. Somehow, no, somehow he returned. <laughs> is that that's, one of my, that's one of my favorite memes of all time. So, anyways, if you couldn't see it coming already, it's Palpatine. Plot twist. This this page is giving me uh, sprite vibes. It's very lemon lime. Yeah, it's a weird yellow and talent. green. So, anyways, he and I love how Luke's just like you, like. Not Palpy, not Emperor Palpatine, but not say somehow. (laughs) Somehow I knew, but I saw you die. He goes, "Yes, you knew, didn't you? You've grown very strong in the Force since we last met. But then so have I. It was not the first time I died, nor will it be the last. Such are the mysteries of the dark side of the Force." Eh, 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 eh. You know what I'm saying? So that's where they got Episode Nine from. Yep. Okay, so. There, see, I love, I love this. You're already catching on. Palpatine's off on a on a secluded planet, building his forces up. Come to find out, he's a clone. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of similarities here. Some weird witch people worshiping him and laughing in the background. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna. There's a lot of similarities here. Did you ever, so, okay, what? So you've seen how it should have ended, like the the cartoon thing on YouTube. Uh, yes, so I haven't they, seen it of the sequels. So, so when they, so on Exegol, when like they go to Exegol to whatever get the emperor, yeah, Palpatine is like practicing with the people in the crowd, like the, oh. the <laughs> and like one guy is like messing up. Brian, you keep screwing up. You're not, <laughs> not in time. <laughs> anyway, so here's another parallel to the sequels. You see, my friend says the emperor says good old Sheev. Flesh does not easily support this great power. For many years, I've been under dire, a dire necessity. My body has decayed again and again, and each time I have to take another. A humble clone of the man I once was. And then he goes, clones, then it's true. What's true? First of all, what, where does Luke get this idea from? The Force? Yeah. Did he, did he get a, like a, a Force PSA? Yeah. He's using clones. clones. I don't know. Anyways, Luke knows it immediately. He's like, ha, ah, I knew it. I knew you were a clone the whole time. And then he says, yes, young Skywalker, the dying is painful. The transition is not an enjoyable experience, but the suffering is a, is a small. <laughs> yeah, is, but the suffering is a small price to pay for eternal life. After all, I live primarily as energy, formless, formlessness, as energy, formlessness, and power. And now, my young apprentice, as your your father is dead, you have you come to join me? Will you take your place that rightfully belongs to you at my side? So I have a question about comics. Uh-huh. Why are those bottom two cells separated when it's clearly one image? Because is there a reason why? Be. No. It looks cooler that way. Okay. It's it's more it, it it's I don't know it's it's more, it's more dynamic I to me. I feel like that's kind of how it was back then. I think yeah. now comments it probably would have been like one image. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, he's his his uh his dark side powers are having trouble with the bodies. There's some you know, it's very similar to a movie that a certain JJ Abrams may or may not have directed. So anyways, 
Sensing Luke's indecision, the young or the Emperor presses the young Jedi with the very temptation that ensnared his father. Look, my world devastators, yours to command. Okay, so this is where I'm like, they clearly hadn't fleshed out the story as to how Anakin fell. Because right. that's not how... It wasn't like Emperor Palpatine was like, hey, you like these Star Destroyers? Doing a BOGO deal if you join me. You know, like, but that's kind of the vibe. So anyways, he's watching TV of the 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 World Destroyers here. and World Devastators, excuse me. And uh, they're watching that on Calamari right now. Nice. Yep. And Calamari is not a water... No, it is. Planet? Oh, okay. It is. There's just. It's not just. It's just not completely. They're, they're shock vacs, so they can suck a water too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it's a it. very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rebels had their chance. I gave them years to reclaim the galaxy, but without the Jedi Knights, they failed miserably. And now I have outflanked them. It's a very tactical term for Palpatine. Uh, working in secret, I have constructed weapons such as were never seen, and then, and then R two to the to the right of this shot you just see him pulling out luke's lightsaber right and he's like boop question mark <laughs> hey a uh, boopa you know a boop you know you just you ask that as a question and i guess he hands it to luke while he he's got part of his side turned to palpatine and palpatine says it is your destiny my friend to succeed your father to to wield my discipline over the worlds that have betrayed me it is a moment of terrible conflict for Luke Skywalker. The Emperor's arguments have it is a moment of terrible conflict for Luke Skywalker. The Emperor's arguments have not touched him. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? So now he's offering Luke Skywalker in front of this big TV screen of the destruction of Mon Calamari. Hey, you wanna you wanna you wanna join forces? You wanna team up? But can he use the force to defend the freedom of billions by slaying the old man? Then Palpatine says, "It is so difficult. Is it so difficult to decide, my son? Surely you know that if you strike me down in anger, I will live again. Perhaps I will even live as you." Ooh. The emperor is a master strategist. He has foreseen this moment. Now, unexpected, unexpectedly, he offers Luke the only, the inevitable solution to his dilemma. Anyways, I see you have grown wise in the ways of the Force. You have achieved control. You are no longer the impulsive youth at war with your own anger. But you can still conquer me by learning the secrets of the dark side. We both know there is no other way for you. Emperor word. Oh, sorry. The Emperor's words blaze like lightning across Luke's mind. The dark side has spoken, and for once, it speaks truth. Wait, now. There you go. Okay. Uh, it has, it's it does a second half of it. Rather yeah. Than- <laughs> it's very, it's very, it's on brand for Empire Radio. Uh, the, a moment of greatest peril has arrived, but is the moment for which Luke was born. He must challenge the dark side from within. Uh, he must penetrate the power. Hey, leave me alone. Leave me, dude. Okay. This is not high resolution. I have to get really close to the screen to read this stuff. Okay. He has to penetrate. He has to challenge the dark side from within. He must penetrate the power of the dark side. He must learn its secrets. Drops lightsaber. Lightsaber drop. Do you have a sound effect for lightsaber? No. Okay. Uh (laughs) 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and then there is no other way. Yes, my father's destiny is my own. So this shot, Luke is now kneeling. R2 looks very concerned, as much as an astromech can in the background. Luke is kneeling in front of Palpatine's throne. And Palpatine says, very good. It is done. My friend, let us celebrate our conquest of, the, of a galaxy by going to Chuck E. Cheese. And then that's huh? where they go. No, I'm joking. I added that. I added that part. I was like, I can't. I don't. I didn't. No, see he's just like, let us celebrate. And then R two's like, we badeep? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? That's what all right. That was. So we 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 flash to Leia, and she's like, she senses something. Everything's hitting the fan. Han, I shouldn't have listened to you. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have listened to Luke. I hear terrible laughter. Something awful has just happened to, to happen, Han. We've lost him. And then he's like, hey, hey, old Luke's got more tricks up his sleeve than, and she's like, Han, don't be a fool. <laughs> Luke's in serious trouble, blah, yada, yada. We got to go. We got to go save him, all that stuff. And then this is where it says, they told me marriage to a Jedi princess wasn't going to be easy, dot, dot, dot. They were right. Who is, who is they? And what do they know about being married to a Jedi princess? All this crap about being married to a Jedi or a princess or both. Like, come on, Lando. We know you don't know that much. Come on, dude. Lando, yeah. And then the last shot. What is that? Listen, hold on. Before, no, 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 before, we, get, before we get there, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he goes to Chewie. This is the part I didn't include. He goes to Chewie and he's like, Chewie, hey, fire up the Falcon, Chewie. And then he's like, we've got a date with the dark side. And that's the last. That's it. That's the end of part two. Nice. But, so yeah, um, bad things. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's come back to this. So I, I don't know if you notice this. The designs are different, and it looks like they've got. So do you see the claws? You see the claws? Claws. Yeah, they're kind of hugging the the fur things. It looks oh, like they're yeah. it or looks the like they're front. carrying packages. Oh, they're mail carriers. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It looks like they're carrying packages and they have little flight helmets, flight mm-hmm. masks on. Yeah. It reminds me of the the pilots in uh, Godzilla minus one, what they wore, which by the way. I heard it's pretty good. Fan Is it actually good? No. I've I've heard it, a lot of people say it's really good. It is. Really? I would say it's a contender for best movie of the year. What? But it's, yeah, it's a foreign film, so it's not going to get nominated. No, so. no, no, no. But it like might, maybe I, international film. But. I will tell you this: you take it, Godzilla out of that movie. Listen, you take Godzilla out of that movie. The characters hold it. the The storyline for the characters holds its own. One hundred and ten percent. It's in theaters, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it it is fantastic. The CG is amazing. They made Godzilla scary again. Like. Yes, like Did you see the trailer I, for the new Godzilla. It's movie? stupid as heck. <laughs> Do you see all the other movies though? In this current like monsterverse, no, I don't care. I don't care anymore. So I liked Godzilla. I liked where they were going. Those first and two I watched this were movie good, and Skull Island was good. And then I watched this movie. All other Godzilla is trash to me now. Not even the first half. The whole thing. <laughs> this I went. I went. And, so the day that uh, so this we went is saw, not. Not a continuation no, of a, no, just a Japanese film. It's a it's a, it's oh. its own thing. It's kind of like Shin it's Godzilla all in subtitles. Yeah. Ooh. Listen, the day that I went and saw this was the day that the trailer came out, 
And I watched the trailer and then went and saw the movie and watched it again. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen after this movie. Like, I'm telling you, it is the best Godzilla movie they've ever made. Hands down. And it makes this new, like, Marvelification of the MonsterVerse stuff look like utter dog poo-poo. Like, this, th- those movies feel like kid, Jack like kid Black Godzilla movies. Huh? Jack's Black's not in it, though. No. But... These new movies feel like the the like the preteen like teenager Godzilla movies. This Godzilla minus one feels like an adult. Like it's heavy. It's it's scary. There are some scary like parts in it. Yeah, kind of like yeah, jump scares. It's they not jump scares. Open for huh? more movies to continue. Uh, I'll let you be the judge of that, but I don't know if it's actually going to happen. And it might have been intentional by the director. But did I send you the link? Yes. That- so so. I, I, after watching this movie, would blindly hand him a Star Wars movie. I, I want a Zillow Beast movie. He would do it. I want you said that. that. You said that. Before I went and saw the movie, I read it, and I was like, that's kind of a stupid idea. <laughs> oh, and then I went and saw the movie. But listen, and then I went and saw the movie, and I was like, if there's one person on this planet that could take a Zillow Beast movie and make it very is legit. that good it's yes i'm telling you it's fantastic there's human drama all of the characters are very 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 well developed by the end of the movie like it's it's character driven there's just enough godzilla there's not too much there's not too little we're not talking like 2014 where he like doesn't show up until the end of the movie you can see his cankles at one point in the airport but like literally it's it's perfect. The balance is perfect. The action is perfect. The suspense is perfect. Like I'm telling you, it's it's right. fantastic. And it's eh, based on Bad Batch season two. We got a Zillow Beast. What? Did you not watch Bad Batch season two? Yeah, I just didn't know how we got to Bad Batch season two after I was just raving about. I'm saying that the oh. Zillow Beast is in Bad Batch season two, so yeah. it's there. They could make yeah. a story, or they could do. A prequel one from like the civilization that made them extinct, like something yeah. that happened like hundreds of years before when they're fighting. I'd be down. It was, All right. dude. I'm All telling right. you, anyway. I'm gonna say one more thing, and then we're gonna move on. The heat breath is worth seeing. The heat breath is worth the price. Worth the price of admission just for that. You know what else is really. Hot? Not, 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 not yet. There's six parts, yet. and we just finished oh, okay, never part mind. two. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> I knew where yeah, this was going. I was like, it's uh, hot enough for. Anyways, all part right. Three. So, part three. Here we go. Part three. <laughs> the battle for calamari. Thank you. So remember, that was all Luke doing stuff. Luke, Luke was mostly doing stuff. So remember, they were sending this battle force to Calamari. Remember, right. right? Right. Well, Wedge and Lando are in one of the start, the two star destroyers that they captured. So the first one has been lost. Remember, they they crashed that, and then this one they're taking to to um, go help the Mon Calamari people. And they're like, "Hey, they're in hyperspace," and they're like, "Hey, yo, we picked up the signal, uh, and there's they're they're beaming this transition straight from Mon Calamari." to the core of the galaxy. So they literally picked up the, the TV signal that the Emperor was watching. They picked the signal up. Okay? And Lando's like... That's how the TV works. Yeah. So Lando's like, sick. 
so you, we know where they're broadcasting it from? They're like, yeah. And he's like, okay, put us out of hyperspace right there. Right on top of him. He's like, that, that coordinate, do that. That's where that's where you, you I want you to take us. And they're like, what? And then he's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. So then they come out of hyperspace and they catch the Emperor, Emperor Star Destroyers that were broadcasting this thing with their pants down. The shields are down. No defense is up. Bada bing, bada boom. The Star Destroyers are pretty much toast. Fun. Which is really interesting. It's I never thought I'd see like a Star Destroyer firing on another Star Destroyer like this, but here we are. So yeah, Mont Calamari is there in the background. You can see the Star Destroyers are on fire. And then you can see that they just kind of passed through them and just blew them up one after the other. <laughs> they took care of those so fast. And uh, he's like, deflect your shield. Of- <laughs> Lando. Oh, He's like, deflect your shields up. Uh, the rest of the fleet comes through after them. And he's like, yo, launch all the, the ground people, the ground fighters, the X-Wings, and these weird-looking transport things. I don't know what these things are, but it's kind of like a, if, if a DeLorean grew wings <laughs> a little bit. But the X-Wings are there. That's, that's familiar, right? Yep. Well, then they fly down, and they're fighting. And they're pew, 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 pew. You know, they're doing their thing, right? And it looks like they've got him on the road. And then all of a sudden... What's wrong Alfred, with those TIE Fighters? Well, let me tell you. So a new type of TIE Fighter oh. comes from underneath <laughs> this thing. And they're completely robotic. Oh. So they're drones. They're, they're TIE drones. And that's why they look different. So it's kind of like, uh, for those of you who can't see this, it's like a it's got the, the TIE Fighter ball in the middle. And it's got the two wings. But the wings are like um, forks. They, oh they, yeah, magnets. They kind of yeah. look like uh, the the Viper droids in Clone Wars. Is that what they're called? Viper droids. The droid. Yeah, kind of. Separatist droid, like droid starships, the little ones that they could walk, and then they when they land. Vulture droids. Vulture droids. Yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It's kind of. It, they're, they're just robot ties. So they they start changing the 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 tide of the battle. And while the ties have them engaged, uh-oh. So obviously you can see in the top part, this X-Wing is clearly exploding. That's a great shot, by the way. Like, that is a cool image. That's Because usually we see them getting shot from behind. Yeah. The flames come from behind towards the pipe. So you can, like... you can see like the ties are very much overwhelming them. Well, then one of the world destroyers starts going into, up into the, the upper atmosphere. It, it takes a it takes a beeline from uh, vacuuming up Mon Calamari to uh, vacuuming up a whole star destroyer. Oh, so that's Lord. how big they are. Yes. Oh. Okay. I I thought I... they were much smaller than this. <laughs> I thought they were much smaller than this, and I turned I didn't turn the page, but I, I I clicked to the next page, and I was like, oh my god, this thing is eating the front of a star oh. destroyer, like a vacuum. So for those of you who can't see, uh, think of a star destroyer being sucked up by a vacuum and the front of it's kind of disintegrating a little bit. That's essentially what you're looking you at here. And Lando's like, that Star Destroyer, you got to run so far. Oh, you see all the, the escape pods flying out the bottom? Oh, that's oh, what yeah. those are. <laughs> yeah, they're escape pods. Lando's like, that's two Star Destroyers we've lost. Man, the escape pods. Thing ha- things haven't been this bad for the Alliance since Vader was alive. <laughs> they call it callback to, to Vader, I guess. Good quote. But yeah, so uh, 
that Star Destroyer really, really, it's in a sucky situation, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> come on. You need to get your button straightened up. <laughs> Anyways. I kind of like it like this. So you never know what you're going to get, I guess. Like a box of so, chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, get so next thing, next thing we have is Leia. She's looking out the window at Pinnacle Base, and lo and behold, a force vision. Ooh. At that very moment, Pinnacle Base, Rebel Command. Is that Luke? Post. Hold, hold on. Hold on. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. Listen, at the very moment, at Pinnacle Base, Rebel Command post on. Okay, so why did they explain this? At that very moment, at Pinnacle Base, comma, Rebel Command post on the fifth moon of. La... Da, that's a weird looking D. Da Sucha. Princess Leia receives an unexpected visitation, a vision of a pa- of the past. And she's like, Father, is it you? Because it's the form of Darth Vader. It, it's Darth Vader. It's a forced ghost, a forced text of Darth Vader, or a forced Skype call of Darth Vader, if you will. <laughs> and Darth Vader is on one side, and he's like, No, your father is free with all the Jedi who went before. And then all of a sudden, the face of Vader turns into the face of Luke. It's like very emo, brooding Luke. It's like he has like a a winter parka on underneath the helmet. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's very odd. Empire Strikes Back, like Dagobah, Force Ghost type thing. But Darth Vader lives no more. My sister, and then his face is revealed. Don't do it, Drew. I see your fingers going. Don't do it. Get out. Get out. What? All right, we need to put some more control on this. (laughs) So, anyways. Uh, he's like, Leia, do not try to find me. Do not interfere. Destiny has forced me to follow the path of our father, our father took. It is the only, it was the only way. So Mando has the way. Well, this is the only way. Oh, you're know saying anyways, the, the, only o- uh, the only way to save everything from the dark, the power of the dark side. And she's like, Luke, no, that cannot be, you know, that how can you be, uh, how can you save us by joining with the dark side? You'll destroy yourself and you'll destroy us. And suddenly Another presence seems to overshadow the vision of Skywalker, and Leia merges. Here's Jesus font. Here's the sepulchral tones. What is this word of the dark side? So basically, Palpatine takes it over. He hacks the signal, and he just laughs, and he's like, "Everything's screwed. Better deal with it. Do it." You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what happened is happening with Leia. It was a forced vision from Luke. It's very brooding, very emo. And then Palpy uh, takes it over. Well, meanwhile, Han is training these new pilots. And he's like, hey, we're the rebellion. You gotta learn how to fly your ships so you don't die, right? The interesting thing about this is the E-wing in the background. Did you notice that? I looked at the one in the front that looks mm-hmm. The one in the front, that doesn't matter. It's a weird looking, I don't know what that is. The one with Chewie on it? They, yeah. So they, he, he, he says something about this one, but it literally has no significance other than it's, you see it once and whatever. But he straight up calls the one in the back an E Wing. Do you recognize the E Wing? Do you know where the E Wing was recently seen in Star Wars canon? No. Ahsoka? The, the things that they were driving the, when they when Sabine they were chasing Sabine the pirate thing guys type things no the uh, um police the officers the police officers yeah those are e wings 
They're chasing Sabine on her speeder. Yep. They're E-Wings, oh, and they're those. all the exact same design as the ones here. I see. And if I... I don't know this for certain, but I think that this is the first appearance. Oh. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But oh. I this is 1991. So at the very least, this is another thing. 32 years ago. That they have they have pulled from this this specific comic either directly or indirectly and put it into the canon. All right. So well, anyways, those, Hans doing, those uh, huh? troopers or those pilots there kind of look like Morgan Elsbeth's like thugs or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of like generic bit. space outfits in, in this. You'll see. And ships apparently. Cause what the yeah. heck is that weird thing? Oh, it gets, it gets even better. Trust me. So someone runs up and he's like, Oh yeah. Uh, Leia collapses after the force vision makes sense yeah it's a it's a big deal so they run up and they're like han han late collapsed he's like oh shoot well i better go check check on her so they go to the med bay of course there's a there's a b1 medical droid uh and uh of course leia's doing the whole luke's in trouble thing again it's like it's true han the force is bringing me closer to luke even though he's light years away He's in terrible trouble, Han. The dark side swallow is swallowing him whole. And we've got to find him. And then Han goes, sure, why not? There's only 12 million inhabited star systems out there. It shouldn't be too hard. She's like, you don't understand. I can find him. The Force will lead me to him. And Mom is like, Luke is probably the last fully realized Jedi, General Solo. If he is lost, it may be over for the Rebel Alliance and the galaxy. And he's like, yeah, well, if he's such a great Jedi, how come I have to keep rescuing <laughs> <laughs> and you see you see Leia in the bottom corner go Han <laughs> just just savage there's a, there's a few really good savage Han moments in this so she recovers a little bit and uh, he's they have a conversation and basically she um, convinces him to to take her to try to find Luke and the, the most important part of this is that he says uh, she she knows through the force that he's in the galactic core. And then she tells him that, and he's like, we'll need the help of some people I know, people who have paid for permission to travel to the deep core. So apparently not, you, not just anyone can get into the deep core. You have to have connections or you have to bribe people. Or get sucked up. Yeah. So it's kind of hard. So he's like, in typical Star Wars fashion, he's like, we've got a goal. But before we get the goal, we got to meet the people. And before we meet the people, we got to get the thing. And, you know, we're doing that whole thing. So, anyways. So, where do they go? Now, Hutta. Oh. Oh, yeah. We know that one. We know that one. You, you We all know it. So, they go to set coordinates to the Now, Hutta system. Chewy. We're going to visit some old friends. This is Now, Hutta. The name that means glorious jewel in Huttese was once the, is one of the systems to which Huts migrated in great numbers over the centuries. It is all, also the birthplace of Jabba the Hutt. Now Hutta's great spaceport moon, Nar Shadda, is presently the center of smuggling activities throughout the galaxy. I did not know that's where Jabba was born. Yeah. Yeah, I love how in very exposition-y style, she's like, Now Hutta, Hunter, are you crazy? That's Jabba's home world. Even though he's dead. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. His cousins so aren't. That's true. So they show up, right? Well, come to find out, there's this conversation he has with his his old buddy. Well, quote, buddy, make a make a. Don't don't worry about this, Jeremiah. Don't worry, don't worry. I see your face. 
needs to get some moisturizer or something. Yeah, he really know. does. But anyways, <laughs> so they show up to to Narshada and uh, somebody, one of his old like smuggler acquaintances named Mako, is like, Han, well, I don't know why you brought the Falcon back. Every bounty hunter in the galaxy is looking for you. Basically, the Huts have put an enormous bounty on his head, him and Chewie's heads, because of what happened to Java. And they're literally going into a den of all the people that want to to, to find him. It's a Fun. very bad idea. So I mean, he shows up and he's like a sword thumb with that ship. Yeah. Well, they immediately start firing on him. They, like they're in atmosphere for I don't know five six minutes tops, and then already people are like trying to shoot them out of the sky. So there's a little bit of a chase, and then they're flying through the city, and he gets in contact with this guy, Nix. Nynx, Nynx, N-I-N-X, Nynx. He's like, hey, bu- uh, hey buddy, uh, old friend Han, Mako said that you were coming this way. And Han's like, I need you to help me out. He's like, no, I can't help you. And then he's like, no, I need you to help us hide. And he's like, no. And he's like, I really need you to. And he's like, okay. And <laughs> they fly th- through a the holographic sign. It's kind of cool. It's like, it's like the, it's like the very bat cave. They fly oh, yeah. through a holographic sign, a blazing like advertise in the middle huh? of being yeeted on the bottom. What? It's like Spider-Man's body being yeeted like in Spider-Man. the middle on the bottom. Yeah, one. a little bit. So a blazing advertisement holoscreen masks the interest to Shug Ninx's repair, repair facility. His name is Shug Ninx. Like, Shug. Like Shug Yeah, Knights. you can like say Shug, Shug Ninx. Uh, Anyways, uh, so they're flying in, and Han, there's one, there's one behind him, and Han's like, "Hey, you got to help me out!" And he's like, "Okay, I fired up the turbo laser, laser defense systems, and it blows that one guy up in the bottom." So it's, it's, if if you're if you're envisioning this, you're listening. Think of like kind of like a Coruscant esque type city, lots of metal, lots of buildings, and then the Falcon just flies right through a hologram into a secret tunnel that's like miles. It's like miles long. And uh, while he's in there, he gets fo- he's followed by one of these bounty hunters who gets destroyed by some defense system. It's like ring camera guns. So then they land. And after traveling for a while, uh, he's in this like massive space garage, essentially. He lands. And who comes to greet him? Ninx and Sala. Uh, so this is very interesting. Sala is, uh, I guess for all intents and purposes, I don't know if there's a specific race, uh, a species, I think Mace Windu, he, his species has a name. It's not, he's not human. It's something else. Mace Windu isn't human? He he comes from a specific world and I think that they have their own race. They're like, they're human, but they're called something else. I don't remember. But anyway, this is a, this is a black female, which is very interesting. Sala, because he has a black, an old black girlfriend. She is one of his old girlfriends. He has an old black girlfriend in canon. A coincidence? Wait, who's who's ex girlfriend? This is this is Han's ex girlfriend. Sorry, I wasn't clear. Oh, okay. You find that out like in one of these mini bubbles on this. There's a lot of talking going on in this scene, but basically, she is one of Han's ex girlfriends, and I think it's quite a coincidence. In this comic, he's got a black ex-girlfriend who used to be a smuggler, bounty hunter type person, right? In canon, he has one too, huh? Coincidence? I think not. And also, let it be clear that 
Oh, shoot. I got to find it. Hold on. Uh, her name in can. Oh, so her name here, Sala. Her name in canon, Santa. <laughs> Santa Staros. So there's there's another point for the EU Meister. So is that after Kira? Uh, so she was introduced before Solo. So I don't know. Look, you don't you you don't pull me in here to ask canon questions, Jeremiah. Well, you brought up canon stuff. If you never well, brought no, that just, up, I would have never known. <laughs> I just thought it's very coincidental. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, uh, Santa and Sala. That's not what I thought Santa looked like, but okay. Did, oh, did you look her up? No, just Santa in general. Santa. You think you're saying Santa. <laughs> anyway. You need to get out for yourself. No, no, no. You got to get out yourself. He doesn't know which one it is. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, let's go. Jeez, <laughs> Jeremiah. He said... You're wasting my time. Anyways, uh, okay, so he's like, hey, I need a ship that will get me to the Galactic Core. And they're like, hey, come to find out we're building a ship that gets us to the Galactic Core. It's called the Starlight Intruder, very 1990s. I kind of like the name, though. Yeah. Uh, And they offer to take him, and he's like, how fast can you get it going? He's like, well, how good is Chewie with some tools? He's like, he's pretty good. And he says, and I quote, um, I don't think it's on this page, but I wrote it down. He says, and I quote, he needs some of those fancy power couplings Han keeps stashed in his old digs. <laughs> okay. So there's that. That's right. And I wrote it word for word. That's right. Han has an apartment there on Narshada. Of course nice. he does. Yep. So on the way to his apartment, they see a hut and a bunch of bounty hunter people, and they're like, oh, no, bounty hunters, we've got to turn this way. We've got to go, you know, we've got to go around. And then they come in contact with this, uh, this, this a lady. Well, they, I'll call this a lady. D- don't question it, Jeremiah. So he's like, bounty hunters, let's cool it here for a minute. And she's like, you, Jedi. She's like, what did she say? He's like, Jedi, Jedi, Vima knows. Vima can see the Force. And she bows down in front of Leia. And it says, oh, daughter of the Force, can you forgive Vima for her crime? So Vima kind of looks like uh, a Nogri a little bit with a cloak on. Very reptilian, kind of like uh, like a Trandoshan and one of the goblins or one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings kind of had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, uh, can you forgive Vima for her crimes? And he's like, she's like, okay, well, great, but who are you? And basically, she's a Jedi, and she's a Jedi for like 200 years, I think. She lived a while. And she apparently betrayed her own Jedi friends, uh, and she feels bad about it. And so she's like, while Han's talking to this this thing that says, we chunga no manga? He's like, no, I don't need a hyperspace compass buzz off. She gives Leia this, this gift, gives her a gift. Leia's like, thank you. And then they go inside Han's apartment and his old attendant droid, ZZ, is there. And he's, 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 uh, first of all, his apartment's terrible. It's very dirty. And he's like, in, uh, in repeating, he's repeating, he's glitching out. He's like, a Mr. Fett to see you, sir. A Mr. Fett to see you, sir. 
And he says, Mr. Oh. Fett who? What the? And that's the end of part three. Oh, come on. Yeah. So we've we've name dropped one of your favorite characters, Drew. <sighs> yeah. Because I, I think Fett's there because he just wants to sit down and have a talk with Han, right? Yeah. And what better way to sit down and have a talk with someone than over a cup of of tea or coffee, right? Yeah. Right. And coincidentally, our sponsor for today. <laughs> this man said coincidentally. Okay. <laughs> Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea out of Minneapolis, Minnesota is our sponsor, burr, burr, as burr, always. Burr. And so if you're ever having a conflict with someone. If you ever find yourself talking to Boba Fett. Talking to Boba Fett. You know what to bring. Which I do a lot, so. Apparently. Then you just got to sit down, brew a pot of coffee, and talk it over at a discounted price. This is, jeez, this is going for a while. I was, I was making, I didn't, I just kind of started making it up as I went. So yeah. it's, I was, whatever. Listen to the commercial. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code Empire Radio. that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, do it. Part, part four. Look at this. Confrontation on Smuggler's Moon. Nice. You guys ready for the confrontation on Smuggler's Moon? Always. Nothing, nothing, to, nothing better to do after you drink some coffee than run it off. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get a little buzz. You get a little jazzed up on some caffeine. Especially when you're staring down the barrel of Boba Fett's gun, like Han and Leia are here in this shot. And is that Dengar? Yes. That is. Yes. Do you don't want to? You don't want to hear? You want to hear what's funny about this? I'm reading the third book of the War of the Bounty Hunter trilogy in the EU, and they are paired up in that book as like a one-time thing. And I opened this, and I was like, "Wait!" For a second, for a brief second, I was like. Are these, is this the same story? Is this just like something they did right off right off camera in the book? Nah, but it, I, I did think it was funny. Is that Qui-Gon Jinn in the background? Uh, no, that's Mako. Oh. Duh, Jeremiah. Yeah, double crossing. Looks like a Qui-Gon Force Ghost, that's all. Yeah. I, I love how Han's like, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Nobody? Nobody? Okay, that's fine. Anyways, uh, he goes, Boba Fett, you're dead. And then Boba goes, the Sarlacc found me somewhat indigestible. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then Dengar's like, your friend Mako has been really helpful. He told us right where to find you. And Mako sold him out. Nice. What a scrub. Right? So anyways, they start shooting. They just, they start shooting. And it, they run, Han and Leia run. They start shooting. Han and Leia run. They run through the city. They're shooting everywhere. People are diving. They're running over tables and stuff. They're doing the whole thing. Think about Coruscant, lower levels of Coruscant. There's just a firefight happening, and they're chasing them. Well, then they come across this one ledge, and there's a hut, because, you know, this is hut space. And one of Boba Fett's stray rockets blows up right in front of this hut, who is on the... You can't make this stuff up. Who is on a, like, hover platform that looks like a skateboard, and it throws the hut off into a trench. The hut is presumably dead. Poor guy. Uttering an ugly cry of fear, (laughs) the hut catapults into the abyss. (laughs) And then Han's like, well, here's a a skateboard. Here's a a big old hut tech deck. Might as well. (laughs) We're being chased. So him and Leia jump on it. And they're flying away. Uh, laser, laser. It says laser blasts echo off the city canyon walls. Han works desperately to control the wildly careening floater. That's what it's called. It's a floater. Uh, he says, "Hang on, your worship. I'm trying to figure out these strange knobs and switches." <laughs> Anyways, so Drew, this is for you. This ship right here. So you see, it's. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like a, a triangle, like an acute triangle. And then it has one wing coming off to the side that is reinforced by a single like plate. This is Slave Two. Sad. Yeah, this is Slave Two. If anyone is ever curious about what ship Boba Fett had after Slave One, look up Slave Two, and it's very disappointing. Fire spray. <laughs> this does two. not look good at all. It's fire spray two, actually. Correct. Yes. Mm, no, it's not. This 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 ship looks very sad, and I hate it. But anyways, me too. I just left I left this specific cell in just for you, Drew, so that you can see that. So, anyways, they uh, ride the surfboard up, and then you see the what's the freaking name? I already forgot the name. Hyperspace. What is it? I already forgot the name of the ship. The Star Starlight Marauder or something. Hmm? I don't remember the name of their ship. The one that they were like, we can take this to uh, the core. Drew After said, they meet his girlfriend. Drew said you said you liked the name. It was Starlight. And do you remember what it is? Mm-mm. I was going to say Beacon, but that's the High Republic. Starlight Intruder. There it is. Intruder. I found it. I found it. So anyways, there, this is the Starlight Intruder, which is very generic. It just looking. literally like, looks like a like a sci-fi yeah. ship. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like the, the vacuum things. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, but I just kind of looks I like just, an imperial ship with a circle front. Yeah, I think it's funny because the Falcon is just like mounted on the back of this thing like a spare tire. Oh, it's yeah. big. Jeremiah's like, yep, that's uh, Star Wars. I was in the middle of Yon, so kind of. But yeah, so. Jeep right there. Yeah. So they they jump off the skateboard just in time and jump in, and they're saved. Uh, And then uh, they're inside the ship, and Leia opens the box that Vima gives her. Oh, it's a freaking lightsaber. 
A very generic looking lightsaber at that, but it's a lightsaber nonetheless, okay? And then she's like, uh, basically she touches the lightsaber and it's, it says, uh, Leia feels her Jedi power strengthen as she grips the ancient weapon. Suddenly the eyes of her Jedi vision open with unexpected clarity. <laughs> she opens her third eye. Luke, I'm seeing him. He's commanding the Imperial forces like our father. I fear we've lost him, Han. I fear we've lost everything. Nice. So that's Luke. I kind of like the image of Luke, though. And Han has blonde hair now. It's the lighting, Jeremy. Cinematic lighting. Come on. We've talked about this. (laughs) The shadow, man. This is a cool cool shot of Luke. It's very uh, artistic in its rendering, but... He's very large, and he's got his hand outstretched over the fleet of Imperial ships. Uh, yeah. Very dramatic looking. He's all blue, except for the part of his eyes, and that's just like an, uh, it's like a green thing. It's like someone opened the blinds, but just on his eye. Anyways. So uh, back to the Star Destroyer that's being sucked up into the vacuum here. Uh, we're changing scenes. Uh, things are still going really bad for Lando and Wedge. And you can see more of the escape pods are popping out of the bottom of the Star Destroyer there. The uh, Re- the Rebellion is, is pretty much getting their booties handed to them by this these World Destroyers and the, the TIE Fighters. What did you say? Nothing. I don't okay. want to know. <laughs> so anyways, out of nowhere, they begin to uh, pick up a signal. And they're like, yo, we're getting a signal. The Rebellion... Oh, wait, hold on. Not yet. I'm sorry. Not yet. The slide did not yet? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. This one happened between the the two. I didn't put it all in, but basically, they're like, we're picking up a signal. And they're like, the rebellion sent back up. Burr, 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 burr. And it's all like the green pilots that Han was training. <laughs> but anyways, they have reinforcements nonetheless, and they start turning the tide of the battle. And they are able to pick up all of the escape pods. All of them. Nice. It's very, they, it's very clear that they say all pods accounted for. Now let's save those calamari evacuees. So no one's dead yet, which is great. And then uh, I left this part in uh, towards the bottom here. It's inside one of the world devastators and it's uh, the Imperials. And of course, they uh, notice that uh the master control he, one of the technicians goes commander clev we've got a problem the master control computer on this is transmitting an improper improper signals it's shutting us down and he's like what that's impossible put a silence put silencer 7 on override he's like you can't override it it's coming from the central computer on this so someone's sabotaging this i have a theory on who that is uh so then it's very interesting. They're watching this, Lando and Wedge, from this big screen on the Star Destroyer, and they're watching this thing basically explode in the Mon Calamari, or you can see him towards the bottom in the shot, whooping and hollering. Um, this is a, a fort aboard one of the, the frigates. Sorry, not the Star Destroyer, because that's gone, but one of the frigates. And Lando's like, yeah, we won this, but that thing basically destroyed itself, and that's really strange. So like, great, we did it. It's also really strange. <laughs> so anyways. All right, so this is, I included this part very specifically. So the Starlight Intruder comes out of hyperspace. 
They're at BIS. They've traveled to BIS, right? And this technician says something very specific. Starlight Intruder, we have confirmation of your registration code. The planetary perimeter will open exact in exactly 3.2 seconds. So BIS has a shield, a planetary perimeter shield. It's very strict. And you remember they were talking about earlier, like you have to have someone that can get into the planet. Well, this is the part, this is the gate. So they have a very strict shield and only people that have clearance can get through it. And they open it just big enough for that ship. Well, Fire Spray 2 and Boba Fett and Dingar are behind him. And Boba Fett's like, Dingar's like, yo, dude, they have a shield. And Boba Fett's like, it's okay. We're going in right behind this ship. We're just going to go in right behind him. Like, nobody stops Boba Fett. Except for the Empire. Uh, they close the shield really fast after the ship. And as you can see here, uh, Boba Fett's ship bounces off of it like a bouncy ball and flies <laughs> into space. And Dengar says, Fett, you idiot. This is the last time I work with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, Boba Fett, that's pretty much the last time you see him. He just, it's very like Team Rocket's blasting off again vibes. That's what I was thinking of. Um, so, yeah, they don't make it through the, the planetary shield. So, anyways. So, uh, they're in orbit. And they park the Starlight Intruder. And they take the Falcon because that's much easier to maneuver, because apparently the Starlight Intruder is huge. And Leia takes the controls, and she follows the Force, the Force Google Maps, and towards Luke, and leads it leads her to the, the Citadel that Luke went to earlier, which we now see is, in contrast to everything else, uh, jet black with red accents, and it looks like... It kind of looks like the one of the Death Star technicians with one of those really curved... Yeah helmets that's exactly what it looks like actually just on a big stick and so the security patrol is comes up behind him they're about to blow him out of the sky and then she uses the force to confuse the gunner and he's like i don't know where it went and his his colleagues like dude it's right there and he's like sorry sir the targeting computer is never wrong maybe they dropped behind us and the guy's like dude it, i can see them but she uses the force to con confuse the guy and then she confuses him long enough that they miss their chance and they can't they can't shoot him. So then uh, they go in the Falcon they, inside this thing and they land. And keep in mind, uh, Ninx and Sala are with them on the Falcon, but only Han and Leia and Chewie, or I think it's just Han and Leia, get out. And right as they're like, "Hey, we've we're sensing other life forms," like they're about to capture them. And take them prisoner, and they're like, "Yeah, we since there's a bunch of life forms." Right then, the the Falcon takes off and just starts shooting, just shooting the place up, uh, because Sala has control of the Falcon now, and uh, they blow in the hole in the wall and they get away, which is what you see here. The Falcon is is leaving Han and Leia behind, and right about that time, a Force ghost, another Force text comes to Leia, and it's Luke, and he's he's like, "You shouldn't have come." This one, it will not go well. It's very ominous. Leia, you should not have come here. It will not go well. It's one heck of a warning. Uh, so then he's like, my master wishes to speak with you. My sentinels will escort you to the emperor's presence. 
She says, the emperors? What do you mean? He said, yes, he lives. Very dramatic. Um, but I love how in all the, the visions of Luke when he's bad, he has his cape really high up against his shoulders. He's brooding. He's very menacing looking. It's great stuff. So then they're taken by the Sentinels, uh, escorted by the formidable Sentinels. Excuse me. Got to get that part right. Uh, oh, yeah. Chewie Chew is with them. And 3PO. Wow. they The whole family's there at this 3PO, point. 3PO, come on. Yeah, 3PO's there. I don't know why 3PO's there, but anyways. Escorted by the formidable Sentinels, Leia, Han, Chewbacca, and 3PO are taken to the subterranean levels of the tower to the Emperor's clone laboratories. I said that like Dexter. It's a deep cut. Anyways, and then uh, C-3PO says, Oh, R2, look what they've done to you. I warned you there was going to be trouble. He's like... Uh, plugged into the cloning stuff. So they come face to face with Luke. Um, and Han immediately is pissed. He's like, yo, you've gone off the deep end. Uh, looks like being a Jedi was too much for you. He starts being a real jerk about it. And truthful. Luke goes, be quiet, Han. There are things far beyond the mind and powers of a space pirate. Things you'll never <laughs> understand. Shots. Oh yes. Yeah, so anyways, Han's like, okay, uh, what on whatever, and he's like, we're gonna do this now, and he pulls his blaster out on Luke, and uh, Luke p- pick picks up his hand, uh, except there's not a hand there. It's just a it's just a, a forearm. He doesn't have a hand. I don't know why they chose to do this, because it really doesn't have any impact on the rest of the story. He just doesn't have a hand here, and uh, Lay goes, Luke, your hand. He's like, yes, they're making me a better one. <laughs> so he uses the force th- through his arm that doesn't have a hand to to blow Han's gun away and then Leia has a lightsaber and he's like give me the lightsaber Leia and she's like no shrum you see that shrum at the bottom mm-hmm. yep. shrum uh, so then you, the emperor comes up and he's like good <laughs> and he's like Luke's like Leia don't be a don't be a fool and she goes I don't know what's happened to you, but get back. And he's like, excellent. Strike your brother. And then he said, shoot, this is really small. Then you'll see what new powers he's won from the dark side of the force. And she's like, no. And then, so one of the Sentinels has taken Han in a headlock at this point. And she just cuts off its arm to free Han. (laughs) She says, let go of my husband, you overgrown freak. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So one of the Sentinels loses its arm. And then she's like, we're leaving and we're taking Luke with us. And, he, he, and the Palpatine's like, brave little Jedi. But really such an old lightsaber is not a worthy weapon of you. And he uses the Force and it just explodes in her hand. Look at you, brother and sister, Je- Jedi, the last of your kind, and I have you both. He's looking at Luke and Leia together. Which, by the way, uh, so they're standing side by side. This is, I'm going to paint a picture for all of you who can't see this. So they're standing side by side. Luke is on the right, Leia's on the left. Well, Leia's on Luke's left, if you're looking at him. And he has, it's this very like warm embrace, and he has one of his arms behind her, and his right arm is in front of her, like he would be kind of guarding her, except his hand's not there. So it's just, it's it's really strange. It's like a family photo, and they're like embracing one another as brother and sister with a side hug, except one of his hands, is just it's just not there. Just missing. Yeah, it's just missing. 
So keep in mind, this is all happening inside of a weird 1990s looking sci-fi cloning room. Just kind of let your imagination go wild. It's pretty much what it looks like. Not, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of, it's just very sci-fi. So anyways, Palpatine says, this one, my dear apprentice, so strong in the force. He's like stroking Luke's cheek. It's really strange. He has learned his lessons well. And then he strokes Leia's cheek. Dude, what is it with this guy? And the sister, so vulnerable, so inexperienced. And yet it is she who holds the key to the future. Fun. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Well, then he says, don't worry, little Jedi. I will not harm you. Indeed, I will teach you things you have never imagined, and I will show you the real power a Jedi can wield. So I think it's worth noting here, not once, not once in this or the the parts that I read of the, the next one, is he ever referred to as a Sith nor Vader? Mm. Because at this time, the Sith were not a thing. Oh. That makes you see sense. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were a thing canonically, but, like, I don't think they really became a thing until the Phantom Menace. Like, widely. And so I thought it was very interesting because they talk about Jedi a lot, mm-hmm. but they, he, he is never referred to... He's like, it's like a dark side genius. He's like evil, an evil lord. But like, it's it's like they're using all of this, the, the Sith adjacent, like peripheral things, but they never actually say Sith. Jeff, I just found very interesting. I was reading right. this. Yeah. I had to get some water, wet my whistle. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Don't want to get old scratchy neck throat, you know? Anyways, um, it's a callback to the dogs. I don't know if you guys remember, but the next. Oh. Oh. Anyways. Uh, so he's so Palpatine's in a monologue. He's like, come, my son, bring your sister and her friends. Let us reveal to them the wonders I have in store. Let us show them the future of the galaxy, my clones. And then you see uh, Leia's eyes, and she's like looking up, and you, there's like a... A technological cylinder. That's the only way I know how to I'd say it. It's like the end of a vent cylinder. It's just techni- technology stuff above Palpatine. Well, she looks up at it and uses the force to dislodge it as he's talking. Twisted by the dark will that has enslaved a galaxy, the force suddenly grows strong in Leia. So it, you see her look at it and it comes loose above him. There's like cloning cylinders in the background. A long time ago, I found my flesh could not withstand the awesome demands of the dark side. The great Emperor Palpatine discovered he was dying. He's talking about himself in third person. That's fine. My body, and then he switches to first person. My body was literally consumed by the energies I had released. Fortunately, fortunately, there was a way, a road to eternal life. And then, boop, right on the head, the thing falls. <laughs> Leia, Leia got him Scooby-Doo style, except it doesn't work. It just like disintegrates above his head essentially and he's like well done your first step towards the dark side of the force now let me show you something force lightning he starts getting her nice yeah she gets zapped let me tell you she's like ah luke help me and then she falls on the ground she's like steaming at this point and han's like you filth you killed her and he's like no just a little discipline for a jedi take her to my quarters it's time to her for her to begin her training so they're taking Leia away. Han is enraged. He breaks free of the Sentinel and tries to punch Luke. 
just old fisticuff style, just punch Luke. And immediately Luke just grabs him by his left hand, the one he actually has, and just holds him up. And he said, I strongly suggest you refrain from violence, Han, for Leia's sake. And he's like, Gak, Glack. You be that's the the sound his throat's making. Excuse you. Excuse you, Cheeto. Thank you. You want to here, you can have this, right? You want look, there you go. You put it on the floor. He just got that. Look, he's getting down. He's going after it. So easy. He just throws something on the floor for him to play with. Anyways, uh, you become just like him, haven't you? Just like Vader or worse. Luke says, You underestimate, you understand nothing of what is taking place or what I'm doing to save the galaxy. You don't deserve to, and he, Han goes, you don't deserve to live for what you've done, Luke. I'll kill you myself if I get the chance. And then Luke drops the biggest mic drop of the of part four. That may be true, Han. I may have to die, but I assure you, it won't be you who does the deed. End of part four. It's a pretty, that's a pretty good line to end on. So the, that part five screen that it goes back to your opening. Oh yeah, you you were wondering you were wondering about. <laughs> I forgot where, about where that. I, where did I, I get the that. naked the naked emperor from? Well, you're about to find out. Trust me, y'all are about to find out. I've I've been waiting all night. Your adult life, yeah, I know. Uh, so this is the part. This is the one that I have. Uh, physical. I have. I have this one. This is the cover of it. So it's just like a slimy naked. Uh, Young Sheev. But it's, it's tasteful naked. Though. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess so. I mean you can't see anything, but it's very clear he's like buck naked holding a lightsaber while Covering the old spine. like butt face Sheev is behind him, kind of in a montage. Uh for those of you listening, if you want to see this, just look up Dark Empire Part Five cover. It's not it's not revealing or anything. It's just very strange the more you look at it, I guess. Anyways, part five, Emperor Reborn. Any questions? Is the chat blowing up? Are they saying funny things? Uh, Daddy Pops was here for a minute. Sweet. Drew's looking at his phone. Yep. He must not be interested in what I have to doing say. Instagram things for us. He was oh. doing like filming like oh, he, this. He's taking, yeah, he's taking photos. <laughs> Video, yep. All right. Naked Pops. <laughs> you taking a... Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so part five, Emperor Reborn. What's going to happen next? Well, you're not going to find out from Luke and Han's perspective because we're jumping back to Sala and Ninx, who are in this, like, I don't know, big, tall space tower that has a bunch of docking bays going off of each side. It's like a, it, it, I think of it like a, a shopping mall for, strug- for strugglers. For <laughs> smugglers. That's what I meant to say. Smugglers. Uh, it's like a shopping mall. And uh, yeah. I just, so they're there. Anyways, they're talking to some old friends. The friends literally don't matter. They're talking to some of their old friends. And they're like, man, really hope Han and Leia are okay. Yada, yada, yada. And then Han calls them on his communicator. And he's like, we are in big poodoo. We need you to grab the Falcon and come save us. And the smuggler people... The friends of Sala and Nix, they're like, okay, well, because they're hiding in their ship. Forgot to mention that. They let them park the Falcon in their ship to hide. Um. And they're like, hey, fine. Go go save your friend. Don't let the, 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 the hunter-killer droids, which you'll see in a second, don't let the Empire and these droids see you leaving the ship because we have a good rapport with them and we don't want 
to be caught harboring fugitives. Okay. Well, what happens? The exact opposite of what they want. So this right here is a standard issue Imperial hunter killer droid. And you might be thinking that kind of looks like an Imperial probe, probe droid. Well, you'd be right. Gigantic. It's basically an Imperial probe droid, but it's huge. It's huge. These things are massive. It's like an Imperial probe droid scaled up to ship size. Because it's about to swallow yes. the Falcon. So they're running to the Falcon, and it does a one of the droids does a scan, and it's like, oh, there's a YT, whatever it is. Krillian freighter. YT flater, freighter. YT-1300. Oh, shoot. Does it say it? I don't remember. I can never remember the numbers for that thing. I just call it the Falcon. But anyways... It's like it's a freighter, and then it it fires on uh, the the these smuggler friends that they were that were hiding them. It fires on their ship. They're pissed about it, and they're getting away in the Falcon. Except another droid comes up, and it literally swallows the Falcon. Like it has a compartment in its chest. So, like if if you're if you're listening and you're not looking at this, think of it, uh, an Imperial probe droid, but the little bit underneath the head that has all the arms, it's a little bit taller. And it has a compartment that can fit a whole starship in it. It's like a kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. A little pouch there. A little flap comes yeah. down. There you a go. flap ship goes That's in. That's definitely how kangaroos work. Yeah. Yep. So they get caught. Rescue is going super well. Definitely. So we're cutting back to old Papple, Peppa Papples. There, he's in his room along with Leia. And he needs a moisturizer on his hands. God, he needs a lot, Jeremiah. <laughs> he's he's about a twelve step skincare routine and a good year, and maybe it'll do a difference, make a difference. So then he holds up what we know to be a Jedi holocron, and it's called a holocron. And I think that's very interesting because this is nineteen ninety one. Yep. This is one of the things that, like, as a current Star Wars fan, you read over and you're like, yeah, it's just freaking holocron, it's a holocron or whatever. This is nineteen ninety one. Like, I don't know if this is the first, I don't know if this is like the first mention of a holocron, but like, this is early. This is like really early for this. Uh, so anyways, uh, this is a Jedi holocron given to me many years ago by a very old Jedi before his untimely departure. Have you ever heard of the tragedy of dark, that guy? Am I right? <laughs> That's mm. what happened. Anyways, uh, he goes, go ahead, don't be afraid, take it. Uh, so she touches the the holocron and it starts to glow and stuff. Uh, she's like, something about it is so wondrous, so familiar. It says, yes, it knows you are a Jedi. Leia feels a sudden compulsion to touch the designs on the strange, ob strange object. She's, as she does so, a surreous sur sur sound fills the air. Surreous. That's a word. No, it's... Curious. That's serious. It's not pronounced curious. It's serious. Isn't it C U R I O? Isn't it? How you spell curious? Yeah. No, it's serious. Okay. Well, I'm serious on what's going to happen next. LOL. <laughs> she says it's magical. So then this thing, this hologram, comes out and it says jedi hear the words of bodabas <laughs> bodabas the jedi some among us have thought to conquer the dark side by learning secrets there 
to my knowledge, there have three to my knowledge there have tried have tried this perished every one of them perished so it doesn't go very well it's a very it's a very serious <laughs> circumstance that is surrounding this uh and she's like this is a jedi teaching device you have no right to this and he's like oh but i do aren't i the master of all the jedi <laughs> he's like i am all the jedi <laughs> all the sith anyways there's another anyways uh your own father was my apprentice. Give me the holocron. Okay. This is That's so freaking This is so freaking funny. So she gives it back and he puts this in the, in this little like case, right? In this like little jewel. It's like a jewelry box, 3D jewelry box or something. And he's like, "Stay with me." So he's laying down on the bed, his bed. It's getting kind of weird, but anyway, so he lays down on his bed. He's like, "Stay with me. Soon you will see what very few have seen." The dark side has given me a wonderful power, the power to enter one of my clones. This is literally the S's transfer thing that they, they stole from this and put in the sequels. Indeed, I can enter anyone. I can overshadow the soul that dwells therein. I can enter your child, the one that is very strong, or that is stirring in your womb. Leia's pregnant. Nice. With Again? her third child. Yes, she has like Congratulations, three or four Leia. kids. Huh? Congratulations, Leia. Yeah. Well, he's like, hey, you that baby? Ima- let imagine me, let me t- how terrifying it would be to know that Palpatine has in in uh possessed, that's the word I'm looking for, has possessed your unborn child in your womb. And you're gonna give birth to Palpatine. He comes out wrinkly already. He's just old. Just comes out like this. All right, so he's threatening. He goes, ah, ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Anyways, (laughs) so let me ask you something. You're Leia, right? Let's let's just hypothetically pretend both of you are Leia. You're in this situation. Palpatine's laying on his bed, like a like the luxurious man he is. He's like, I'm coming for your unborn child. I could possess it. What do you do? How do you react? What's your next move, Jeremiah? He's laying down. He's not mobile right now. What, do you, what would you do? Do I know that I'm pregnant before he reveals this? I, probably. I mean, you're pretty you're pretty in touch with your body. You've had two kids. You know what it feels like. You know uh, what the signs are. You also have the force. That's true. I would. So you're putting me in the the, the shoes of a woman, and I'm not force sensitive, so it's very hard to like, know what I'm <laughs> yeah, going to do. I mean, just use your imagination. What, what would your next? You feel threatened. Your child is threatened. What's your next move? What I would do? have I, left as soon I, as he laid down. Let's be real. I'd say I'd be like Luke at the end of Episode Five. That's impossible. I'd I'd yell that. Okay. And not believe. But him. you would stay there by his well, bed. Well, you can't. I wouldn't be able to leave. So. All right, so you would say that that's impossible. You would probably tell them about Wesley Andrews. Drew, you you said you would run. I wouldn't have. As soon as he laid down, I would have ran. Okay. Well, Leia pushes his bed over. Oh, <laughs> that works. That works. Uh, that's what Leia does. She says never and literally t- pushes him out of his bed. <laughs> Dude, this is the most he- powerful. <laughs> the most powerful dark side user in the galaxy. And she just pushes, just pushes him out of the bed, and he lays there on the floor. I think they use this right here to do that episode. The scene three, in episode three, yeah. One of my top five least favorite moments when Palpatine gets 
just falls back. I, yeah, I I thought it was. And first of all, he's on like a he, he. It looks like he's on like a Herman Miller like mid century modern futuristic bed. Yeah, and she just topples it over. But then, I think it's very interesting how they portray his power. He's like the most powerful dark side user. He can do it's force lightning. He can trance. Yeah, it's like they portray him as like a. So like in in canon, he's very physically weak, but it's overshadowed by his ability to call in the force. Like he's a great duelist when he's old. He's still very powerful when he's old. Like he can hold his own. But here but it's his like body is weak. That's why he wants to. Yeah, but it's like here they portray him as like the weak. He's very powerful, but he's not physically powerful. Yeah, like it's like it's almost like they hadn't figured out how to use the force to like alter your physical abilities yet. Well, and and you got to think that's not his original body too. That's so. true. That's true. That's true. Did he's he just laying on the floor. But each generation he gets weaker and weaker or something. Didn't you say something like that earlier? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought no. you said that. And maybe he did. I must have missed it, but he he just he said he went through a ton of bodies. But I'm so, yeah. most curious about his choice of socks, though. Look at those socks. Those dude. aren't socks. Those are. <laughs> those are definitely those are, socks. Those are house slippers, man. Those are socks. Uh, no, those has, are socks. Those are socks. He has those white socks with some purple lines on them. You know, it's the nineties, man. Uh, but I love how she just she just pushes him over and she grabs the what you don't see. She grabs the holocron and she just yoink. She just grabs it and runs with it. Uh, and he's like, I, I have tested her. And it is exactly as I have foreseen. She is the Skywalker anger, like her brother, like her father. <laughs> That's how he sounds. Uh, so anyways, we go to Luke. He's got his hand now. You see him. There, This droid is looks like a floating trash can, is putting the final touches on his new and improved metal hand. Uh, this very funny-looking commander here, it's like an Imperial commander, but like... <laughs> comedic proportions like the pants are super wide the hat's super big and poofy he looks like one of like those soldiers from like the nutcracker yeah 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 he does kind of so he luke's sitting in his chair lounging getting his hand worked on and i love how c3po and r2d2 are like just hiding around you the know? corner in the back uh but so he's like hey by the way uh the the signal has been tampered with so you remember how earlier the the, the the world destroyers were like the signal was something weird was happening. He was like, he's telling Luke about this. He's like, the signal has been tampered with. Uh, and it was tampered with by someone in the command section of this. Like it came from here. Essentially it came from the inner circle. It came from here. We don't know who it came from yet, but it's from here. And he's like, have you told the emperor? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, we're not going to tell the emperor. And the guy's like, all right. I don't know if he does a force mind trick or like he does a mind trick or what, but it's just like the guy tells him and he's like, all right, we're not going to tell him. It's, I mean, it's very obvious what's happening here at this point. Like who else was sabotaging the emperor from inside his own well, I, palace? I think it's R2. Oh, well, oh, I'll just go ahead and tell you because this is in the next slide. It's a combination of him and Luke. Oh. And that's why he was like, we're not going to tell the emperor about this because I'm the one. He's not bad. Well, he's doing all this to get a new hand. Yeah. That was the whole goal. The whole sucked up of the vacuum, taken into the cage, you know, it it swears allegiance to Palpatine just for a new hand. Because he has Uh, a premonition so he could knew what he had to do. mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so his other one, his other thumb just kept jamming up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the Imperial guy leaves, and who would walk in the room? Leia. She finds Luke using the Force. She's running through the palace. Uh, and then now, even though Luke was saying like, hey, you shouldn't have come here. Now he's saying, it's good that you came to Biss. Your Jedi power added to my own has helped me break the grip of the dark side. She's like, I'm not sure. I see something else is happening. I sense great danger for you and us. The Emperor is touring with you, Luke. He's like, yes, he may think so. But look, here's R2. I've hidden the master control code in his circuits and the Emperor's priority battle plans. Let's get Han and Chewie. We'll uh, take a ship and return to Pinnacle Base. And R2 says his famous line, Freet Badoot. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, you find out that Luke is, is sabotaging the Emperor underneath his nose. Like he's not going to freaking, he's not going to know. Okay. Yeah, like, so, he's, so he's like, Leia. Huh? Before. The what? Emperor hasn't had this situation before or anything. No. Not once. So he's like, Leia, let's go get into the elevator. It'll take us down to the detention level where Han is. And then we cut to Han, who is standing on Chewie's back. <laughs> so so think of the think of a normal prison cell. There's a there's a a window pretty high up towards the ceiling. Han can't reach it on his own. So Chewie is is bent over 90 degrees. His hands aren't touching the floor. He's just like it's like he was trying to touch his toes and he stopped midway. And Han is standing on his back looking out the window of this prison cell. And he's like, listen, Furface, if you'd let me cut off some of that rug you're wearing, we could have made ourselves a rope to get out of here a lot quicker. And he's like, it's probably something really witty and funny, but we don't know. And he's like trying to look out the window. Like old Han in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's like, uh, he's like, oh, man, we're trapped. Too bad. Sala and Shug didn't get my signal. And he's like, oh, wait, hold on. We've been had. There's a hunter killer droid coming towards the window. And he's like, this is the end. Put me down. We don't want to act like we're trying to break out of here. Except the hunter killer droid blows a hole in the wall by his cell. Somehow doesn't kill Han and Chewie. But blows a hole in the wall. Come to find out, Ninx has hotwired that thing. Crammed into a crawl space in the HK's innards, Shug Ninx has taken control of all of the droid circuits. So he just pew, 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 right in there. It's like breaking him out of Azkaban. So uh, so there's a there's a hole in the wall, and they throw open a little gangplank, and they're like, hey, Han, Chewie, come on. And Han's like, I'm not leaving Leia. And he turns around, he's like, we got to get Leia. Well, right when he turns around to, to go find Leia, she, she shows up with Luke. And they're all there together. Well, Han pulls a blaster on Luke and almost shoots him <laughs> because Han hasn't been told that Luke is trying to help them yet. So Han's just mad. Han, Han still hate, hates Luke. And uh, there's there's a part that I didn't include. And he was like, he points the gun at Luke and he's like, you want it now or later, farm boy? <laughs> it's like, jeez, <laughs> dude. So chill out, man. So anyways, uh, he's like, she's like, no, Han, we're leaving together. Luke has the code we need to stop the Devastators. He's like, Han, listen to Leia. Uh, if what I'm doing succeeds, the empire will be finished forever. He's like, okay, if what you're telling me, if you're telling the truth, why don't we take out the emperor right now, as long as we're in town? And before they can finish that conversation, uh, the stormtrooper bods, bobsled troop 
shows up flying through the air. That's what it looks like. It looks like a bobsled, like an elongated bobsled, but it's got guns on it. And Sala's like, yo, cut the chit chat. Security patrol showing up. Well, they blow with the with the HK droid. They blow the security patrol out of the sky because the HK droid is huge. But then it triggers the tower's defensive lasers. And then they are outgunned. So they outgun the stormtroopers and then the tower outguns the HK droid. It's like a weird game of rock, paper, scissors going on. And then they're like, well, the Falcon's conveniently in the belly of this thing. So let's get in the Falcon and fly away. So they get away. They're up in orbit. And they're like, sweet. Uh, we're about to go. They, they go to, by the way, they go to hyperspace. So remember, Biss has a shield around it. Yep. So they go into hyperspace before they hit the shield and they can get through it that way. It's very, uh, I don't know, the Force Awakens maybe? Huh? Huh? So I'm saying, there's a, here's another parallel. You ready for this? Ready? You ready, Jeremiah? Yep. Luke's like, hey, plug in R2. You can beam the codes to win the battle from hyperspace. And he's like, uh, he says, uh, he'll help you beam the interference codes to the world devastators even while you're in hyperspace. And he's like, that's great. Why don't you show us? Or maybe you've got a little surprise plan. He's like, I can understand why you still don't trust me, Han. He's fading away into the force at this point, everyone. But now that you are all safely away from Biss, I have other work to do. If I fail in the task I must now accomplish, the Alliance must be prepared to fight its greatest battle. He's like, huh? What are you talking about? He's like, very simple. I'm still on Biss. It's a force projection. What? I'm sorry? The Last Jedi? Huh? (laughs) Force projection? Nice. Checkmate. Cannon. Suckers. (laughs) Anyways. Uh... Leia says he uses the dark side power to trick us. He knew I'd never willingly leave him on Biss. So it's a dark side power here, but obviously Luke, this is a, this is very similar, huh? Huh? It is. Just a little bit. Well, there's more similarities. They keep coming. So we're back to Luke, who is now trying to face the Emperor. This is where it starts to get crazy. Okay, so he says, Skywalker, I sent your presence. How did you get here? The clone lab is sealed. My moment of transference is it, transference is close. No one is allowed in here now. Yes. Uh, he said, I have come to prevent that transition. He said, yes, so you have, using the powers that I have given you. He has his lightsaber out. There's tanks full of clones behind him. Let me offer you a bargain, my friend. I will kill you now, or you can permit me to move into your body. It's <laughs> not, not a great offer at all, uh, mind you. Uh, it's also worth noting that behind Luke, uh, against one of the metal like panels, there are three lightsabers just kind of oh, yeah. mounted on the wall. As like well, there's more weapons down too, below too, right? No, those are those are cables. Oh, it's just the three. It's just the three right there. Okay. Uh, he's like, so you you can kill me. You can let me kill you, or I can inhabit your body. He's like, then you and I will rule the universe as one. It's not. It's not my time. My my version of a good time, but. Luke says, I've learned many of your secrets, your majesty. Your power over me is broken. When I destroy your clones, your reign will be at an end. And then he's like, very well, then I must die. And Palpatine like explodes himself, I guess. Uh, he like explodes into like a ball of light. Well, Luke's like, oh, shoot. Well, now's the time. He starts just destroying clones left and right, just with his lightsaber, blasting tanks open. It's like very Mandalorian with Moff Gideon type deal. 
Right. Except it's Luke. And uh, realizing the Emperor can only transfer his consciousness into a living body, Luke lunges for the nearest clone bat. One after the other, the ruptured tanks spill, the, spill their membrane-shrouded content. <laughs> <laughs> One after another, the Emperor's genetic offspring meet mindless, babbling death, all except one who looks up and says, too late, Skywalker. Too late. That's kind of cool, honestly. It's me, naked Palpatine. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Literally <laughs> naked. He is He is naked at this point. He's also very, very well built. He's very chiseled, mind you. He comes out of the vat in like perfect physical health. He's like, do you really think you could conquer me by coming here to my throne world? And then Luke's like, ha force push, like mid-sentence. Right next to the lightsabers. Right next to the lightsabers, Jeremiah. Very observant of you. So Luke says, and you forget I am a Jedi Master now, and I know something about the dark side. So he force pushes him. He yeets him. And then, well, what does Palpatine do? Well, he picks up one of the lightsabers that he conveniently landed beside. He said, does your dark side knowledge tell you how many other so-called Jedi Masters fail to vanquish me? Does your knowledge tell you that I have already beaten you? Okay, so uh, he's still naked. But he has underwear on or something. Yeah, that's what we're gonna go with. Let's <laughs> say that. <laughs> that's where that's where we're gonna go with. Uh, but he he ignites a lightsaber, and they start dueling. They start they start battling it out. Naked Palps versus Luke. He's like, "Poor Jedi, your kind will soon be extinct." Oh, this is younger Palpatine, by the way. I, I I figured it went without saying, but this is like a I don't know. He's probably in his twenty mid twenties, maybe like thirty or something like that. He's younger than Luke at this point. Uh, your Jedi, poor Jedi, your kind will be extinct soon. And how fitting that one of their precious lightsabers brings an end to the Jedi delusion. Gathering strength, moment by moment, the young Emperor lashes out with a Jedi weapon, pushing his elder adversary to the limits. So it's very interesting that they call this a Jedi weapon because, like, Vader had one. Well, and Palpatine had one, too. Yeah, not in 1999. True. So... Drawing on all of his resources, Luke parries the Emperor's lethal blows. Luke says, You have filled the galaxy with your darkness, but I have seen what my father could not see. I have seen that ultimately the dark side will fail. And he says, Jedi fool, I am naked. Nope. He says, Jedi fool, in spite of the stories you tell yourself, I am the I am strong. I am the stronger. I am the stronger. Okay, that didn't make sense. Did I not warn you? So you need a yeah. poster of this one. Nope, I do not. This is not the one that I want in my room. Anyway, so they're they're lightsaber dueling, you know, a naked Palpatine versus a Luke in a full like seventeen foot cloak. You know, it's very dramatic. Look, give him his cape a little better. I don't know. So then Palpatine, out of nowhere, is able to knock Luke's lightsaber out of his hand. And he says, now take the consequences of your failure, like your father before you. And then Luke's on the ground. Palpatine is pointing his, naked Palpatine is pointing his lightsaber (laughs) uh, down at his throat. And he says, no, Skywalker, it is not your time to die. It is your time to submit. The dark side will break you. Now get up. We are going to find your sister. I want my holocron, and I want your sister's child. I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to crush the rebellion once and for all. End of part five. Six. Oh, end of part five. Yeah, come on, dude. So you said end two. That's how it ends. Cliff, big, big cliffhanger. 
So just the one thing that like I noticed is like Palpatine seems to be like very conscious and aware of what he's doing, but it seems like Luke is just being completely like overtaken by a dark side where he loses his own free will to think. No. This seems like No. Cause like he's not he's like the dark side will consume you like you don't have any control over No, it's just Palpatine talking. Okay. You can't you can't cast doubt about my boy Jeremiah. I won't let you. Okay. But no. Uh Luke at this point has touched the dark side and has come back with the help of Leia. And presumably has done like some some training, learned some secrets or something in the midst of that. It's very heavily implied that he has learned skills. I mean, he, he knows how to do the force projection now, which is, you know, kind of cool. Um, and then the like other dark side things that he's been doing. So just imagine they're really cool things happening right off screen here anyways so part six the fate of the galaxy you ready i was oh, born yeah. ready is there like palpatine is that how you were born jeremiah you come out of a vat naked and you had to fight luke very similar oh wow uh how's chat doing we we doing good with the chat they've been quiet for quite a while oh but, there's, but they're still like well, I, I was going to say five, and right when I was about to say five, it dropped to four. <laughs> ah, no but love for the E. Will is still here. He says, what's up? Hey, what's up, Will? I think the naked Palpatine scared some people away. Well, you know, not everyone can stomach it. It's okay. All right, moving on. We're back on Mon Calamari. Or Calamari, whatever. <laughs> A world under siege. Uh, so... Keep in mind that at this point, you notice that this world destroyer, world devastator, is uh, it, it's there. It's hovering. This is not the one that blew up, by the way. This is a different one. But it's there, but it's like not doing anything. It's like turned off, right? Right. Well, wonder what happened. Wonder who did that. Oh! <laughs> Chewie's plugging R2 into the system, and he turned off the... Vacuum. The world destroyers, world devastators, turned them off. They're still unplugged there. Unplugged the vacuum. He unplugged the vacuum. So the rebels are like, "Well, now's our chance," and they go in on boats, <laughs> not not X wings, not you know landing craft. No boats, space literal boats. boats, space boats. They roll up and they they fire their harpoons and they're flying up. It's like very uh, like Empire Strikes Back uh, meets that scene in. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, or the clones are like repelling down on Utapau. You know, it's got that vibe, and they're like fighting. They're fighting it out, and they start to win. They're they're doing really well. Well, inside the inside the world destroyers, these guys are like, well, good thing the factory still works. Uh, the vacuum isn't on, but the factory still works. So we're gonna just keep pushing out these very honestly. They look like uh, like B twelve bombers almost kind mm -hmm. of with down down facing wings but anyways they're like we're gonna build these new these spaceships 
they were going to send them out. So they sent out the spaceships. So the guy, the the rebellion soldiers get up there. They're met with stormtroopers and they're winning against the stormtroopers. But all of a sudden, these like weirdly realistic looking planes drop down and they they start uh, turning the tide again against them. So it's back and forth, back and forth. Who's going to win? Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? Probably the good guys. Okay, well, good guys always win. Good guys always. They always, but they also finish last. So, did does anyone know what I'm referencing when I say that? Good guys always win. The the channel, the deep fake channel with Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Oh, oh, literally my one of my top five favorite YouTube channels of all time. Sending this to every week okay but did you watch it i first of all they're like three hours long each they're so funny though it's and like them I've, reacting I've, to themselves in I was, movies i was i watched part of one i'm like this is three hours long i don't got time for this I it's got, not three hours long the longest one is like an hour they're, uh, they're longer than that but i do remember that qui-gon hey, they're freaking hilarious song. that's all i'm gonna say anyways there's a YouTube channel. It's called Not Obi Wan Kenobi, and then the main guy has a channel too, where he also posts Lord of the Rings videos. They're really funny. I watched one yesterday that was Obi Wan and Gandalf reacting to someone's fan edit of the Lord of the Rings with lightsabers. It was really funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyways, so who's gonna win? We don't know, but now we do. So uh, he so so the first code just turns him off. And then C-3PO's like, oh, R2 has a new code. He figured out a new code where he can make them do whatever he wants them to. <laughs> so very, it's very very convenient, this right. new code. Right. But he finds this new code, and he's like, all right, R2, do it. Well, that allows them to basically go in with the Falcon and blow, start blowing them up. They like self-destruct. They're, they, they become vulnerable again. The Falcon just starts like chewing through them. The Rebels start winning. Uh, on this next slide, it says R2's coded instructions continue to over. Uh, first of all, I'm going to go back to Jeremiah, so heads up. Uh, I think it's worth noting that it says R2 is on to something as the brave little robot beams his new codes to the Devastator's control computers. Amazing things begin to happen. They don't tell you, they don't tell you what things begin to happen. They just say amazing things begin to happen. Uh, it says R2's coded instructions continue to override the battle programming. The remaining devastators turn on each other with the full fury of their recycling furnaces. So I guess he makes them crash into one another. And the devastators' last assault is catastrophic and total. They win the day. Perfect. You're on your, you're on your phone again? Mm-mm. He's just trying to stay awake, I think. He's just... Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so anyways, they win the day and they go back to Pinnacle Base. They're having a, a good old conference table session. And Dodama's like, uh, okay, R2 brought back some data about the, the master plan from Palpatine. We've got some bad news. He's going to launch a series, of, a series of wave assaults upon all the worlds pro- in proximity to the galactic core. Moving out from the center, he will not rest until the entire galaxy falls under the sway of the dark side. And then Mon Mothma, who's very dramatically lit in this shot, says, I have assigned teams to analyze all possible uh, responses. We'll we'll meet again tomorrow. I want you all rested and ready to act. They're like, there's a war coming, Mr. Wayne. I know know it's not the the exact quote, but anyways. So Leia's in her room, and uh, she's messing around with the holocron. 
and it comes to life because she's like, um, what a strange device, so old, constructed by long lost science. Can it tell me what will become of Luke? And then it comes to life. All right, so this is going to be really difficult to read, but I'm going to read it for y'all, okay? Uh, Jedi, may the force be with you. I am Bodobas at your service. Okay, so I don't think I described this like before, but this 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 Jedi looks like... An hmm, elephant slug. An elephant slug. Yeah. Um, or an anteater slug. It's like very globular. Um, I don't. I honestly don't know how to explain this. Quite frankly, Jeremiah, do you have a? It looks like one of those microscopic, like bacteria-looking things under a microscope. That's a good, yeah. That's just like a green blobish. Let's just say if it was crawling on my floor, I would stomp on it. Yeah, just Google for those of you listening. Google Bodo Boss. B O D O B A A S. Bodo Boss. Bodo Base. But always, anyways. Yeah, beatbox, uh, dude. <laughs> huh? You know a beatbox? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Boto Boss knows all probable futures. From from, <laughs> I can't read what this says. Uh, basically, from the dawn of time until the time lost uh, in shadows. Like basically, I can help you. Like I know all the futures. And she's like, but you're not alive. Can you really know the future? And it, uh, Bodobas says, past history and present action are one. The force surrounds all time, all doing. Bodobas is with the force. That is for certain. For you, Bodobas, will speak a prophecy written 1,000 years before your time by my own master. You ready for this? It's very oddly specific. Here we go. Nope. Well, I mean, he was around. But a brother in... Listen to this prophecy. Listen to how oddly specific this is. A brother and sister born to walk the sky, <laughs> but reckless brother falls into dark side's eye. Jedi sister carries hope for future in her womb. Only she can save the Skywalkers from certain doom. A Jedi, a Jedi killer wants to tame her. Now the dark side Lord comes to claim her. <laughs> she must battle... Uh, she must battle, join against this thief, or the dynasty of all time Jedi will come to grief. Or all the Jedi will come to grief. It's literally a poem. Do you, do you think he left tattoo. out the, the naked Jedi yeah. killer? Yeah, yeah, that was that was <laughs> needed censor, censorship there. Okay. So anyways, uh, Bodobas tells Leia this prophecy. Uh which is essentially just a recapping of the story and basically what's going to happen next. And then as this is happening, Leia's like, whoa, 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 whoa. My force radar is going off. Luke's all of a sudden very nearby. This is very strange. Oh, wait. Another thing they pulled in The Last Jedi, a bigger, different color Star Destroyer. Nice. Yeah, right? This one looks, honestly, this one looks really BA. Yeah, it looks cool. It's Dude, black. It's bigger than the vacuum cleaners. It's bigger than the Super Star Destroyer from Return of the Jedi. So it is It is massive. Uh, it looks like a It looks like a black Corvette of a Star Destroyer, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got a classy but very menacing curve to it. But she's like, 
I feel you near Luke. Uh, also, they it's worth noting that it just appeared out of hyperspace above the planet where Pinnacle Base is on. That's why Luke feels close. Right. So they're they're doomed at this point. Uh, but it's a really cool it's a really cool looking ship. I put this in here specifically uh, yeah. to show you the scale. So this super 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 star destroyer cannot is, even land on a planet. It it yeah it's it's too big. It's like wider than the planet. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 wild. If if you're curious, Google Super Star Destroyer from Dark Empire. It's it's wild to look at. The Emperor's command vessel, ten miles from Stern. Okay, this is definitely a force perspective thing because the planet is much larger than ten miles. But uh, ten miles from stern to stern seem design seems designed to inspire dread in every possible okay, opponent. Maybe it's not that big. Then. <laughs> How? It's probably four times longer than a, a regular star destroyer. I'm curious how Ten far miles, though, this is not that long. Like if you if you went out from downtown Minneapolis, how far would 10 miles be? Like realistic real real distance here. Wasn't it 15 miles between downtown St. Paul and downtown Minneapolis or something like that? 13 miles, 15 miles? I don't know. Think of something like that. Well, is it the MOA like three miles long? I th- I'm pretty sure downtown no, Minneapolis. It's I think not that long. So I think I did this. I actually think I did this. Now I'm now I'm remembering. I'm pretty sure I did from Wesley Andrews to Mall of America. And I think it's like just over nine miles. Okay. So that's far. It, either way. Either way, good. though, it's not as long as. <laughs> Not as not as a planet, but it it looks really cool. This is the, this is definitely the best looking star destroyer. Snoke's looks stupid compared to this, but I will say this How is another long thing. Is a normal star destroyer then? It's like a mile. That's it. The Corridor crew did that video like long time before they did reaction videos. They did Star Wars ships yeah. of scale like in New York City. Yeah, Ren did it. Um, five thousand two hundred feet long. So it's just under a mile. Yeah. Hmm. 80 feet short. Why don't they just add the extra go 80 mile. feet? Go, go all the way. Go the whole mile. So yeah, this is 10, 10 Star Destroyers length. So it's pretty wild. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's definitely the coolest looking ship. Definitely better than Snoke's. But here's another thing that they pulled from... That's what I'm saying. Anyways... So uh, Palpatine sends a transmission to the Alliance, and he's like, look, I'm here with my big Cadillac, black Cadillac-looking Star Destroyer. We're going to blow you out of the sky. The planet's going to be destroyed. Or you could ju- you could just send up Leia in the holocron. I'm going to send a shuttle. If you put her on the shuttle, you give you do the holocron with her. You send it with her. I'll let y'all live. In fact, I'm not going to even touch you. He, he's literally like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Like, that's how badly he wants this. And, of course, Leia, there's this whole thing where Leia's like, I gotta go. And Han's like, no, you don't. And she's like, no, I gotta go. And she does her thing. So she decides to go. So anyways, the shuttle comes and picks her up and takes her aboard this just disgustingly massive Star Destroyer with the Emperor. Um, 
So she disembarks inside the colossal warship. Leia senses an oppression unlike anything she's felt before. There's no glimmer of hope in the ship. Only the dark side of the force, more powerful than ever. So she goes to meet the Emperor and Luke, who now seemingly has a red lightsaber at this point. Uh, very brooding in the background. And he says, good, you have understood. You may leave a scar. Good, you have understood. He's like rapping. Uh, now where's my holocron? And she's like, I don't have it. I've come for my brother. And he's like, you still defy me? Perhaps you do not know your own heart in these matters. The children in your womb will be given to me. Is that not so? I will raise this child in the power of the dark side. This child will become an extension of my will. And the at the appropriate age, I will displace this per the personality that dwells within, take on this young Jedi, the young Jedi's body as his own. So he's like literally going to groom it to be super strong. But then he like, he touches Leia and she zaps him. It's the only way I know how to explain it. She like, yeah. it's like four static electricity, but really powerful. He's like, he, he like jumps back and he's like, curse, shock. curse you Jedi. Huh? She's static shock. Yeah. Well, that's a deep cut. Wow. WB kids Saturday morning. She Sonic heroes. Anyways, uh, he's like, uh, curse you Jedi. No, a curse is not necessary. I have something better for you. And he turns to Luke and he says, Skywalker, I've broken you. Now prove yourself worthy of serving me. Bring your sister over to the dark side. What you have the power. Cloak? Huh? Oh, just wait. He said, yes, my master. He draws his lightsaber. And Leia says, I don't know what he's done to you, Luke, but this time we're really leaving. He's like, Leia, no, don't underestimate the dark side. And she's like, she draws her lightsaber and they have a brief crossing of lightsabers and luke says leia i don't want to hurt you and she says the last thing i do is hurt you luke it's very sweet it's a very touching moment she's like what ha what's happened to you is not final clear your mind look at the future the child will be a great jedi because you will train him you will train all of my children in the ways of the force leia's words tear through the shadows like a dagger of sunlight a voice cries out from the fathoms below the darkness that enshrouds the mind of a jedi he says, Leia, help me. I have gone too far into the dark side. I found knowledge there. All dark things, all the dark things father knew so well, the ability to control others, to destroy others, if, if I so choose. Ben warned me. Yoda warned me. Once you start down that dark path forever, it will dominate your destiny. But I had to do it, Leia. I had to know my father. I had to know why he chose the dark side. And now you know what happened to our father, she says. It's time to come home, Luke. And the emperor goes, don't listen to her. Listen to the voice of the dark side. Your power is immense. And Luke says, the powers of control and destruction weren't the only things I found in the dark side. I also found great isolation, sadness. I found fear. These things are the feelings my father felt. The feelings even you feel in the moments of your, of dark, your darkest triumph. Why does Palpatine says, look like a vampire? Yes, he's he's got he's kind of got that vibe in this one shot, and he's like nonsense. Curse you, Skywalkers! I'll tell you the truth about your father. The great Darth Vader was a sick man in an iron mask. So he's like, okay. So he starts zapping. At this point, he's zapping Luke. Luke is dropping his lightsaber. It's being extinguished in midair. He said, "Yes, that mask inspired terror throughout the galaxy, but the feeble heart within 
was forever possessed by the impotent side of the force. So Luke's on the ground at this point. Palpatine's standing over him. He says, you can be far stronger than he was, dark Jedi. You are going to let your weak, uh, you let your weak sister get the better of you? Get up. I can give you the power to break her. You will kill your sister if I ask it. Damn. And then Luke, uh, it's very dramatically lit in this scene, says, no, I made a big mistake. I thought I had uh, to save the galaxy all by myself, but the way of the Jedi is not a solitary path. They don't play solitaire. Many have died defending the truth. Many are together in this great war, together in the Force. He ignites his lightsaber. My ally is the Force. Through the strength of the Force, the, your shadow of evil has been lifted from my mind. All of a sudden, they start lightsaber dueling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. He says, so be it. Through the power of the dark side, you will die. So, And then all of a sudden, Luke gets the upper hand and cuts off the Emperor's left hand classic star wars am i right left hand the upper hand then you said luke got the upper hand and cut off his hand so was his did i really say that yeah (laughs) hey no pun intended but (laughs) yo got him so then palpatine is enraged he's 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 so enraged he's losing He, he doesn't know what to do so his rage he forms through sheer will through mounting with mounting anguish, Luke and Leia watch the Emperor's rage take form as a great storm of raw energy rends the fabric of space itself. He's created another force storm, Luke, Leia says. He's destroying the whole fleet. Thousands of warriors are dying. So, like literally, the fleet surrounding this the planet that they have the pinnacle base on, mm-hmm. Dashuda or whatever. Starts getting the form in the, whole- the force yeah, the storm literally begins to just disintegrate ships. Like this, like it's actually terrifyingly strong that's crazy. it just starts ripping the ships apart thousands of people are dying like by the second yes says the emperor i did vampires. did i not yeah. warn you what they all look like vampires right now yes yeah, i mean it's very <laughs> i don't know it's the 90s man uh yes did i not warn you i've played along with your jedi dueling games long enough now you will experience my full potency he's clenching his hand Hey, well, he started the Force Storm. Okay, that's a pretty big feat. Uh, I live as energy. I am the dark side. Luke says, listen to me, Leia. We can stop him. I've read his dark books. According to his own word, he has awakened a chaos even he, not, even he cannot control. Join your Jedi power to mine, Leia. I already, she says, I already am, Luke. Haven't you sensed it? So uh, it's worth noting here, one of the little like uh, lure blurbs in the back of this specific issue, it's very worth the read, talks about one of Palpatine's books that he wrote and how he learned how to make these Force Storms. But the big caveat here is that one, he can control it and it takes an incredible amount of power, or he can create it. It creates, it takes a, like an incredible amount of power to create, but he can't control it. So it's kind of like you create a tornado, but you can't choose which direction it goes in, that kind of a thing. Nice. He's like, you're both wasting your time. I can control the dark side of the force. My force storm is reducing your rebel fleet to dust. All your friends will die. Go ahead and try your stupid tricks if you want. So, uh, well, then it says, do or do not. There is no try. Boom. Quote. Uh, So Luke and Leia are standing side by side. They look kind of like vampires. They've got their arms down at their sides. Very stoic. Their eyes are closed. 
And it says, as Leia's intensity continues to unlock unexpected resources in Luke, the words of Master Yoda spoken years before on Dagobah echo in the minds of the twin Jedi. Do or do not, there is no try. My ally is the Force, and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it and makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. Feel it. You must feel it. Feel it, you must. Feel the flow. Feel the force around you, everywhere waiting to be felt and used. With the power of luminous beings. With the power of luminous beings. Brother and sister Jedi, press the force around the dark nexus that is Emperor Palpatine. Listen, leave him alone. With all his hatred funneled into the death storm, the malevolent genius is caught off guard by the invisible weight of, of life energy surging over him, separating him from his power. Enveloped in light, cut off from his great rage, the Emperor finds himself unable to control the dark power he has unleashed, and the cataclysmic storm turns against its maker. Come on, Leia. He's he's consumed himself. There's not much time. So they're, they're just running at this point. Dude, so, does he not look like a vampire right there, though? He looks kind of like a vampire. So, there's legit fangs coming out of his teeth. He's not. There's not fangs. They're just, he just, they're just teeth. That's just cinematic lighting. It's just oh. cinematic lighting. There you go. See, Jeremiah's, he's <laughs> I, got, I, I finally get it. It clicks. It's a very, it's a very dramatic shot. Uh, so the, the force storm is has come up behind the mega star destroyer and is engulfing it and tearing it apart. Luke and Leia are running towards the front away from the storm and in the smoke and the, the, the energy coming from the force storm, there's like a silhouette of Palpatine's face in anguish. It's, it's very like uh vampire. It's, it's kind of like Mufasa when he's in the clouds <laughs> a little bit. Yep. It's sure. very, anyways, it's very dramatic. So the force storm is, uh, engulfing it. it says battling their way through the Star Destroyer's hangar deck. The two fearless Jedi commandeer a shuttle craft with seconds to spare. Safely clear, Luke and Leia watch the dark side storm devour the Emperor's flagship and then dissipate into the void. Luke says, One Jedi cannot conquer the dark side alone. I guess we've proven that. Together, we are we are, were a Jedi fire that outshone his evil. Who's going to light the fire, the spark that lights the fire, the first order or whatever he says? That's from this too. Right here first. It's verbatim. And the dyad in the force, basically. There's a lot more powerful than one. She says, two are more powerful than one, three are more powerful than two as she touches her stomach. (laughs) I felt another join us, Luke. My third child, he's going to be a very great Jedi. Name so I guess her like, unborn child also joined them in the Force uh, tag team. And apparently she knows the he. Yeah, well, she's a Jedi, so she knows all that stuff. But she can tell. It's just a it's a Jedi thing. Uh, Luke says, "Your children, the Holocron. This is the beginning, Leia." Oh, so, by the way, they're uh, they're on a frigate to, to paint the picture. They're they're looking out the big. It's kind of like um, the end of Empire, where they're looking yeah, out the window. Yeah. It's it's a lot like that, right? Except they're very vampire looking. They've got cloaks on and stuff like that. So he says, "Your children, the holocron. This is the beginning, Leia. I feel it. Great things are coming. The Jedi Knights will rise again." The Dramatic end. shot of Luke with the planet behind him. The end. It's like the rise of Skywalker. 
Oh, burr, 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 burr. that's all. It's, it's basically the same story. So yeah, there's uh, there is Dark Empire, the first of the three. So if you enjoyed that, if you're interested in the story and the continuation, and you want to see the rest, let us know. There are two more direct continuations of this and plot twists. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now: the Emperor is not dead. <laughs> Oh, so if you want if, more naked bodies showing uh, up, who knows? Now I don't know about that, but I've read enough ahead to know that like he, be, it's it's very sequel ish in the, the the execution of this. But uh, if you're interested in those, let us know. So I'll put that as the Q and A on Spotify. Yeah, if the part two of this story, but yeah. if they say no, what would be the other option? I need to honestly. I need to look. Okay. <laughs> I need to. I need to figure out what would technically be next. So don't say no. Or because you, I think it's your I think, your uh, segment. So you could just say we're doing part two. I don't care. That's <laughs> true. Well, <laughs> I would say canon, canon canon or EU novel wise, it would be the Jedi, the Jedi Academy trilogy, which I have the first. I have the first one and I've read through the first one. It's kind of the next, I guess it would be the, like the next thing where he, he builds up his, his Academy and stuff right? or he begins building it. But technically the second and the third installments of this are next. All right. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's dark empire. What did you think? Was it, was it entertaining? Well, this was very different kind of presentation because you're following a comic yeah. book. Yeah. So it was, you were very more, there was a lot more uh, pep in your step in this one than some trying of the other. <laughs> trying to make, well, for for the other ones, or for this one, it's like, how do I communicate this to people who might not be able to see it right away? Right. I'm trying to make it more, so they, they, they speaking, I was going to say, I was trying to make it more like an audio drama. They actually had an audio drama for this with a full cast. Oh, oh. Uh, that you can find somewhere. I've not listened to it, but it they had a full cast. Interesting. So, yeah. cool. So let us know what you think in the comments uh, on Spotify on the in the voicemails. Let us know what you think about the Dark Empire series. Luke has come back from the dark side. He's stronger for it now. Um, more powerful. And definitely go watch the YouTube version because you're going to miss all of the visuals. Right. There's, there's so much. There's so, like literally a visual for almost everything I talked about. So definitely and go if watch it. Go on the video thing. Fun. You can look at all the timestamps I had to write down. And I have hey, to it's okay. manually put in every single one. So Jeremiah is a master editor at this point. So, so. this is going to take a few days probably for me to it's get out. But... So you better Go like grow, and subscribe when you like and that. subscribe for my the pay me for <laughs> the hours I'll be Jeez. putting into this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Cool. Well, thank you for that presentation. Absolutely. I'd probably go down in the record books for a, a fan favorite. I think. Hopefully. Naked palps. I mean, what else? Can yeah. I have? Oh yep. boy. All right. Cool, cool. Well, let's transition to everyone's favorite time of every episode. Ayo. Voicemail time. It's voicemail time. Yes. 
All right, cool, cool. Well, we have two voicemails Ooh. tonight. First one up from Nate, who, during uh, Spotify Wrapped last week, listened to 25,000 minutes of us in 2023. God. And so, what an MVP. So, we right? said that he is our number one. Yeah, Drew guy. Drew told us off the record that he was going to send you one of his helmets because of what you that did. The Ahsoka mm-hmm. helmet in the back right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, well, this is Nate's voicemail. <laughs> hey, Empire Radio, this is Nate. To answer the Spotify Q&A question, my favorite episode this year was definitely the four-hour-long Death Troopers EU with Andrew episode. And I've yes. actually been listening to you guys since mid-2021, but this year I listened to all your episodes, even the Mandalorian podcast and Clone Wars Saved. And my question is, who was your top artist that you listened to on Spotify this year? And if you didn't have one, who is your favorite artist mine was zach bryan since here in texas we legally have to love country music anyways <laughs> thanks for me making great content bye all right yes. thank you nate yes huh? that was nate's first voicemail no oh okay this is probably like love more six. love for the four hour death troopers episode Dude. let's go yeah, oh. this was only gonna be like 315 or so but hey I- I'm sorry. I mean, I could, I could, Way I could do less. disappoint the fans or the, the fans. <laughs> I could do less. Let us know what you think about the links. Is it scary? Let us know. But I will say, there is another book called Red Harvest. It's another Star Wars zombie book. It takes place on the Sith Temple. I read it after I read Death Troopers, and it's still fresh. So we could do that one. Let us know. Or we'll do it next Halloween. It's got a force. It's got a force plant. Causes the. We could also just do it next Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I guess we could do that. <laughs> All right, so but his question for us was, what was our oh, top yeah, yeah, artist yeah, yeah, yeah. for 2023? Did you guys get your... Yeah, mine was, uh, which is not a surprise, probably for Drew, is ATs. Mm. So it's a K-pop group. It's my favorite K-pop group. They just had a release. I did a, did a live stream for it. Drew, so, what was your top artist? Well, I don't use Spotify, only for the live stream. So for the live stream, it counted my Spotify and it was nerdy. Wait, what do you use? I use um, YouTube Play or YouTube Music. You know, I was I thinking about YouTube. I was thinking about video. doing that, but it, I, it's it's weird when you go from Spotify to that. It is because you have to start over. Yeah, but on YouTube, it's most likely an F, mm. probably. All right, cool. And Jeremiah, then, when I clicked my wrapped, it said you do not have enough data to. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't listen to music, so but I know for a fact that I listen to Lucy's podcast the most. Yeah, that's probably anything. number one. So Lucy's is that your number one? Your favorite favorite artist? Yep, that Lucy. was my favorite artist. Yep. Do you have a favorite song of all time, or just or like? Do you have a favorite artist? I don't really listen to music, so I, I, okay. the music I listen to would be like soundtrack music or something. So favorite movie soundtrack? I don't know. Like it's just, it's like specific songs. Like I, I I couldn't name an entire soundtrack, but like Interstellar stuff because we always yes. talk about Interstellar. Inception is pretty good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Star Wars. Loki soundtrack is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Who did that one? Natalie Holt, 
I think maybe. Huh. Okay. I really love that the themes that she has for Loki. I need to yeah, finish that season two, dude. That finale, that finale, MCU at its I, best. I, I know. I heard. I've heard. Um, Drew, have you seen Sweet Home? Okay, drama. Oh, what? No. <laughs> you should watch Sweet Home. Season two just dropped. So Me, far, it's really good. I've been on a Gilmore Girl kick right now. So. Oh, yo. It's one of my guilty pleasures. It, I don't know why it took me so long. Stephanie started watching it, and I'm like, dude, I watched this as a kid, but like it was like in the background when my mom watched it. Yeah. Whatever. Dude, it's... Bro, it's so it's good. It's pretty good, right? It's, it's so good. good. It's so funny. It's so you, st- you start watching it and you're like, it's gonna be stupid. That's how that's yes. how Ma- that's how Micaiah 100%. got me. She was watching, I was like, this is, gonna, this is so stupid. And then I was like walking by one day and I was like, oh, it's all right. And then I sat down one day and I was like, oh god, I'm I'm hooked. It's I'm so hooked good. now. This is so, so I'm so invested. I don't know yeah. why. It's just good. So I, I watched like four episodes before we started tonight. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. Have you seen that? F- was even have watching. Have you gotten to the, the Netflix special yet? No, I'm on season two only. Oh, okay. Don't you got a while. Slow All right. Slow down. Cool. Have a Jeremiah's like. So, anyways, the second voicemail. <laughs> thank you, Nate, for that voicemail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you, Nate. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, next up is our buddy Garrett, you know, our famous pod racer, Andrew. Mm. I remember. He's arrested. So, yep. last oh, week, gosh. last week, he definitely was not reading a, a a pre-written note from the huts that did not capture him. Oh, um, okay. but there was sounded like someone speaking Huttese at the end of that one last week. So this is his follow-up message. So let's take a listen. Hello, humans. Hello, humans. Really? That's how you want to start? Tagwa. Okay then. Hello, humans. This is the Hut Syndicate delivering a message to you through your precious Padraiser Garrett. Seriously? Okay, okay. We are asking for you to send the Hut Syndicate 10,000 credits to get Garrett released. Really? That's all I'm worth? Actually, never mind. Or answer one question, and if we like the answer, we will let him go. How would you fix the sequel trilogy? Me, personally... So, do I say mine? Okay. I would leave Force Awakens as is. Rey ends up going to the dark side. Finn is Force-sensitive and tries to stop her, leading to an Obi-Wan-Anakin type fight. And Kylo ends up to the light side. And the last line is, don't worry guys, I'll get out of this. Alright, thank you, Garrett. Um, So, you are captured by the Hut Syndicate. We do not have 10,000 credits, but luckily we have an entire episode that we did a long time ago, and it was literally how we would fix the sequel trilogy. So I forgot we did that. I forgot. I think it's like, I looked it up. It was like episode 89 or 87. This is episode 234. Yo, that was a long time ago. So that would have been... Yeah, we're on 234. 234 tonight. Wow. Hey, yo. Have the Hut Syndicate listen to that episode, and hopefully they will like what we have to say, and you can be released. I'm sure they will. Um, I have no idea what we said during that episode. I was going to say that's probably not the same answer now, but yeah. Let's no, go I'm it. sure it would probably be pretty close, because oh, nothing I... has changed since then. So, <laughs> um, Cool, cool. 
Well, those are all the voicemails we have tonight. Sweet. So if you want to send in a voicemail, yep. just go in the description below, click the link, the links that CO slash Empire Radio links spelled with two eyes. There is a landing page there with all of our links, and one of them is the voicemail link. So leave yep. us a voicemail. Like, you know, back in the day, we used to get like five, six voicemails at a time, and like it was always banging. Now we're down to only like one, maybe two, three, like, Sometimes I'm worried that we're not going to get one because the streak is still going. We've been coming up on three years straight since our first one from Lucy when we haven't missed a week. So That's that's freaking wild. That's so, so wild. Join the fun. Send in your first one. We're always telling people to send in their first one, and so this could be your chance. Mm-hmm. And so if that's other than that, we have our links for Facebook, Instagram. Uh, join the Discord. There's a link for that invite. There's our fan email. Um, there is also for YouTube and Twitch. So right now we are live streaming because we live stream every episode. So go follow us on yep. Twitch. And then we have an edited version uploaded to YouTube uh, as well. So follow us on YouTube also. Yeah. And then there's also the link for needlesslynerdy.com, which is a entertainment network that we are part of. So if you like nerdy content of all sorts, Go click that link. You can find other podcasts and articles and all kinds of stuff there. So go check that out. And yeah, I think that's about everything. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Anything else, boys? Let us know if you uh, want more Dark Empire. Yeah. Yeah. And also, we should just say next week, we're doing another top five, top five quotes. So if you want to send in your favorite quote from Star Wars... Leave us a voicemail telling what your favorite quote is. So that'll be exciting. We haven't we like doing our top five and we got that and we got one at the end of the month we're doing a top five also. So two this month. Hey yo. And then we, we should also mention, because I kinda posted this in the Discord, but in the first few months of uh, twenty twenty four, there's a lot of content where you need to kind of do your own research and and all that stuff because we're doing two books. We're doing the High Republic uh, phase three adult novel, uh, The Eye of Darkness, uh, which is the continuation of that first original trilogy. We are also reading, going to do Dark Disciple for our Halloween special. So go check, read, get that book. Halloween? Halloween. Or Valentine's Day special, sorry. <laughs> um, and then but Drew and I are also going to do breakdowns of the first two seasons of Star Wars Resistance. And so... We haven't covered that yet. I've seen it. Drew You're finally doing it. Has seen some of it or something. So we're gonna do the first season in two parts, and the second season is a shorter than the first season. We're gonna do that in one episode. So go watch Star Wars Resistance if you haven't done that already. I so enjoyed it. Gonna, so when are you gonna do your top five top fives? Ooh, when we have more than three top fives. You know, That's, I was actually okay. thinking about this the other day. Like someday, if we ever like. Sadly, have to end the podcast like we're done, retire from it. I think we should do top five things in all of Star Wars. So it could be a movie. It could be a character. It could be a moment. Jeez. It could be a quote. All the things in Star Wars that you could break down. What are your top fives? Wow. Well, when Star Wars ends, then we'll do that. Well, as long as Disney wants to make more money, I think we'll we'll be around for a while. Yeah. So, All right. Hashtag, they gave it to Dave. So we they gave it to Dave. So yes. we're in good hands moving forward. 
anything else, boys? Nope. All right. Nope. Cool, cool. Well, you've been listening to another EU-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Andrew. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always. Needlessly Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com Thank you.